on, what is up, everybody? In this beautiful Sunday, we are streaming live. And uh, we have some friends joining us. We obviously have our favorite Jaegerists. That is Jacob, that is Heise, that is Storm. Um, and uh, we also have uh, our uh, our guy, man, you know, just our, our day one. Our member of the uh, Attack the Talk Levi squad. Now would be our friend Kyrie. Hi, son. So what's up? And then Hello, we have I Repent Kyrie. as well uh, Hi, joining us. You guys know it. I'm AJ. Um, we have uh, my friends here. And uh, you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, starting to my, uh, to my left. Hello, I am Lexi. <laughs> well, hello, Lex. How are you doing real quick? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Doing very well. Nice. Love to hear it. So now are my next friend. Hi, my name is Jin Bubai Gawara. <laughs> hey, there twice. you go. I'm Zach. Twice. Hello. You know what? And uh, Sponsored by Ocean Water and REI. <laughs> there you go. So I want to ask you twice, how are you feeling? Terribly great. Yeah, you know what? I'm fired up, but then again, I'm having a crubby day. Oh, but you wait. know what? I feel You're great. Right. You know what? Today's been pretty mediocre, <laughs> but I'm still feeling fired up. Woo! Love it. I love it. I was the one that DM'd on Insta to drop. Oh, what's up? Hello, Josh. Oh, hell, hell yeah. Love oh my it. gosh, we were literally gonna shout you out. Beautiful. Um, yeah, go, we're all go. fired up here, guys. Again, it's a beautiful Sunday. We hope you guys are having a great Sunday. Hopefully, your weekend has been treating you guys all well. That's right. That's right. And uh, like to read about how Heise's weekend went because he sent yeah. us a video. Oh, really? Yeah. I bought a signed. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> From the guy himself, Aaron <laughs> Yeager. What? Oh my gosh! Whoa, whoa, whoa! So where where was this at? You gotta elaborate. I say, please tell us where this was. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, that I is am amazing. so jealous. Of I you say right has now. a signed pop figure signed by the man himself, Bryce Pappenbrook, who is the English dub voice for Aaron Yeager. Whoa, and that is incredible. And signed wow. and no stay, you know of course. That's gnarly. oh my gosh, incredible! Can you do it in no scale laugh? Mean? I don't think so. No. In I think you can. I, feel like I think you just. It's just once it, it, you hear, I, I you can really mimic. Channel it for You're sure, really good you know? at mimicking. And I think you yeah, just need that's to hear. That's why you know I'm a female titan. My 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 ability is uh, that's mimicry. True, you're the female titan. Yes, I am the female titan, guys. You know what? I'm the card. What it is? <laughs> yeah. Um. No. But what, I want, what I want to say real quick is that you know because Heiser says that he he would love to be Shoto, love to be Dobby. Obviously, everybody would love to be those characters, even though they have. Terrible childhoods, but that's what makes them so but, interesting. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes them who they are, right? I mean, this episode, the name of what we're calling the stream is the end of family trauma. And guess what? Those two characters, Shoto and Dobby, have a lot of it. <laughs> but yeah, um, they just happen to be in the, the same, same family. Same family, family. You know? yeah. Spoiler, same sorry. Family. But here's the thing, though, is that so kind of going back to what I was mentioning earlier, um, me and Zach were kind of talking about just like different devil fruits and whatnot, right? And the thing is, God. even though you want to be such a cool character, I already know if I came across a devil fruit or if I w was born with a quirk, it's going to be some sort of freaking goofy quirk, yeah. goofy devil fruit. You know, you know, I know exactly what fruit you would get. Oh, AJ. my goodness gracious. Can't wait to hear this. What you would get the Uta Uta no Mi. Which is the music fruit. The music fruit. From, okay. yeah. I, know I haven't seen the movie, but it, it's uh -uh. Uta's fruit. Okay. So, so you're gonna have to tell me, explain what what you, that is. And spoiler alert: you can attack cool. with music. You can like put people to sleep with music. Like, so I'm like Jigglypuff, but you can attack with me. Like you, you can oh, turn okay. your you're music. You're more like a really skilled DJ. Yes. Jigglypuff, Jiggly 
<laughs> what is this podcast turning to? No, but you can awesome. like take your music and you can like attack with notes, make so, yeah, little, like Jigglypuff make... evolves to Wigglytuff evolves to Uta, right? So that what you're pretty much telling yeah. me right now? The fact that that kind of works. Yeah, so there <laughs> yes. you go. All right. yeah, I haven't even Perfect. seen it. I'm like, yes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I haven't seen it either, but all right, cool. Interesting. But my point is that I would love to be Dobby. I would love to be Shoulder. Give me those quirks. But then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm born with like the ability to go ahead and just like. Disintegrate like, your entire family. Like, you know, well, you know, well um, you know, one could only hope, but. Um, <laughs> okay. One um, could only hope. <laughs> But it is like, I just know that I would have some sort of quirk that would just be like, you know, oh my gosh, my quirk is able to go ahead and snap my fingers and my room's clean or something. Which would be good. like, it'd be good. I thought he was going with but, like a Roy Mustang type of thing. <laughs> like, but yeah. in terms of like ability, in terms of be, trying to be a hero, that's not going to help anything. But I love it. I repent says, dude, no way. Overhaul's quirk is the most useful. And the thing is, when you think about some of these quirks from some of these villains, they're like, damn, like, those are some really cool quirks. Yeah. You well, know? it's also like some of them are like, you're like built to be a villain yeah. type. But Overhaul doesn't well, have I mean, to really be a villain, for Overhaul, though. Yeah, he could be using his for like he so legit, much. You could be the, the world's greatest Shiggy doctor. Be, yeah, yeah. You know? he really could. He's like, he's like law. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good. But Shiggy is like, Shiggy could also be a great hero. He could just be like damage control and like, he could destroy Did like- you say Shiggy could be a hero? Yeah. No, like with his quirk, uh, his quirk. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he was just <laughs> set up for just- Well, no, like his quirk. His if quirk could be used for purposes. Literally DK. Yeah, but I'm saying like, let's just say a building crumbles, right? And there's people in the rubble. Yeah. I mean, if you're good enough, he can decay every part of the so building. So he have to so really channel in his ability to just like, Touch something specifically one thing so that when the the building collapses, it just disintegrates the building, right? Instead and then just like it, you have the ash and everything just fall on the people instead of well, like even if it's already collapsed and they're underneath the rubble, he can de See, decay all the rubble. I love it right there. My goodness gracious, Josh, you were on the right. We're on the right wavelength right yeah. there. Sorry, dude. Shiggy was just destined for destruction. We're <laughs> on a demo team. Crazy. So what you're saying is. is that if Shiggy was good, he'd be a construction worker. Yes. Okay. Oh my god, I hate that. I hate <laughs> that so he, much. He and Cementos. Instead of a <laughs> And it's a hard, it's yeah. a hard hat, a hard yeah. hat with a hand on it. That's Him an interesting idea. Are literally just two sides of the same coin. You see Heisei's idea for a reality TV show? I would watch the Totoro family. Out of that. <laughs> Way better than the fucking Kardashian family. Oh yeah, for sure. But it would be so like problematic because it'd be like the camera crew would be at risk yeah, <laughs> all oh, the yeah. time. Can you imagine just endeavors like. Get that damn yeah, camera, out, camera out, of out of my face or whatever you know. And all you just see is flames. You see reality TV. <laughs> it follows them everywhere. <laughs> Oh, you just hear it like something need to be like scripted. combusting in flames, and then the camera just goes dark. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, dude, it I, was cut short. I we actually like... lost all of the the video footage because it, everything caught on fire. Yeah, the whole family would have, or the whole camera crew would have to walk in with like a flame retardant suit and just yeah, like... they would have to for sure just take all the pr precautions just to be able to just be around that family. Because think of a lot of different uh, explosions that could happen and all that, different eruptions and whatnot. But all right, guys. Well, um, welcome again. Today's episode, we will be finishing Season 3, Episode 9, Ruler of the Walls. This will be Part 2 of our episode breakdown and um, and whatnot. And uh, you guys know the drill. I mean, we, d we did a little bit with One Piece when talking about the movie, but we want to give a huge spoiler warning to all of our friends uh, who are not caught up with uh, AOT. I do want to say that we got a pretty damn... Fucking amazing teaser trailer. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, yes. And... <laughs> yes. This is something that came out of last Sunday, 
right? Yeah. I mean, when we were streaming, when, when we were with when we were with Vince. Yeah, and you uh, guys haven't seen it yet. You guys will see that this. That'll be this uh, coming week. Mm-hmm. This Friday, yeah. yeah, episode with Vince, our friend Vince. Talked Shout out episodes. Yeah. And um, for yeah. once, well, it's for just. A, it's nice to have a episode on hand for a rainy day. Yeah, you never know, like an emergency no. Sunday. Um, so Josh has a question for us very quickly. How long do you guys usually stream for? Because I can't wait to listen to this back four at work hours. tonight. Yeah, we go usually four to six hours. No, no, no. Uh, no we it's usually, usually go like at two. two hours, two and a half. Yeah. So on average. average is like two and a half. When we were first doing the podcast and we're trying to focus on one complete episode of Attack on Titan, we found ourselves like, hour, like literally skipping over we were skipping yeah. over details yeah. we were trying to just fit everything in and we, we could easily dive. we could easily rough. go four hours i felt like we were just we just basically read the script yeah that was it yeah that's it we so hi so read now, the script thank you and that was it so now what we do is we go ahead and we uh split the episodes into different parts and uh actually and give yeah. an analysis for once yeah so we can go exactly we can really break down really talk in great detail about so that we certain moments that happen a lot of foreshadowing moments um Oh goodness gracious! Read that line. Read that line. Zach, Zach shoot Rocky's <laughs> He's right behind me. He literally he? is. He's literally. He's well, you got that hand double, is ready to. You got double shiggies. You got a Joker up there. You got a Venom. There's another shiggy. There's a plushie. Yeah, there's some, a plushie yeah. and a figure. There's Aaron over Joker. to your bottom left. Scariest of them all is me and AJ in a photo. <laughs> there's an overhaul mask. Overhaul mask, you know. You got some banana chips. Some all banana that good chips. Stuff. Xbox controllers. There's a lot of characters behind Lex. Some incense. For sure. Oh, there's yeah, so there, many. There's a mongrel of characters right there behind. Hey, Courtesy of yours hey, truly. Hey, I keep forgetting hey, where my camera is. I keep looking over there thinking that's my camera and that's yours. That's mine. Yeah. Yours Mine's is right there. The one that Zach can easily go ahead and block. Yeah. Mine's that one. Very, very cool, Josh. Thank you so much. So your guys' analysis and is really Zach interesting. Puts things in his perspective. Season four episodes are going to be long, I bet. Yeah, season four is something we've been really thinking about because that's essentially like season four is like the culmination, right? We know that. And that's why they're splitting into so many different parts. Can you only imagine how many times we're going to split episodes into parts? Like, literally, we're going to have like... You know, season four episode, whatever, and we're gonna go with like four different parts of whatever that episode is gonna be yeah. because it's gonna tie into I'm so much say, detail. Or whenever we, we eventually do the season four, the the hour long special, that's yeah. gonna be like seven. Oh, we'll split that into for sure, like eight parts. Yeah, it'll be an eight parts. That's gonna have to be. We own. started splitting episodes before AOT did, so they owe us. Money. <laughs> hey, there you go. Because uh, <laughs> so we probably only go over like maybe twelve minutes of an episode. Like for yeah, that's stream. the thing. When and you we think go about on for the episode 12, for almost at twelve hours, yeah. two hours. The, the the what like exactly have that kind of like perspective of like what we break down in episode. It's crazy mm-hmm. because yeah, like I said, it's only like twelve episodes that are, or twelve minutes at a time yeah. of an episode. You know, even then we've done some that are like like six five, minutes six or something. Minutes. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, we've done like a six minute yeah, one. Because because there, was for one two hours. there was one where I, I sat down. I was like, cool, let's start it. And was it someone walked in the room and they watched me and like two minutes later I was like, okay, cool, that's all I need. Yeah. They were like, wait, that's it? They're like, huh? And I yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like that's, that's all. Your episode's not over. I was like, mine is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're like, that's all we're that's all podcast we're cover. episode is. Wait, how are you gonna go ahead and cover that six minutes in like, two hours? Gonna, oh, I remember there was one of my one we of my have friends. He was like, what are you gonna talk for like thirty minutes? And I was like, about two and a half, two hours. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, they're like, how? 
I was like, mm-hmm. we have Q and A's, we have polls, we have a little community. We have, we have yeah. fans. Okay, yeah. you know, we have friends that join us every week, which is amazing. Yeah, we, we really, really, really love bad you guys. Ways and of discussing. Uh, you know, we've we've mentioned it before so many times on past episodes, and you know, we're gonna do it again. But really, you guys are our motivations. We love yeah. streaming live with you guys and being able to talk with you guys live like we're doing now. And um, you know, to be honest, and it's something we really kind of like just thought about. You know, yesterday. I don't know if we would be still doing this. You know, I don't know if yeah. we'd still be, mm-hmm. you know, doing these uh, weekly podcasts, in-depth analysis, you know, if it wasn't for you guys joining us every single yeah. time. And, uh, you know, because really, like I said, you guys are our motivation. You mm-hmm. guys uh, really make it so much fun. And, you know, we really love you guys so much. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, hopefully you guys and uh, we get more friends to go and join us along this adventure. And, um, you know, it's cool that we have friends join us, you know, like. We have Josh now, you know, it wasn't too long yeah. when we had, you know, just Heise, our favorite Jaegerist, you know, Jacob yeah. join us and stuff. And uh, now now it's amazing when you guys really go ahead and, and, you know, do these episodes with us because while you see us on camera, right, you guys are very much a part of this podcast. You guys are part of this AOT family and this awesome community that was created because of just the podcast that we're doing. And mm-hmm. we love you guys so much for it. And, um, and man, you know, I, I know I was always looking for a good Attack on Titan you know, podcast. Just any more you know? Attack on Titan content yeah. that we can get. Just give me all. Yeah. Why not just make it yourself? So if we could be your fix, then that's awesome. And that's what uh, I just need to say. Yes, I say. Join the <laughs> sub family. <laughs> sub superiority. There you go. Yeah, because well, I mean, just... says that I threw in the towel and watched the hour part one and sub getting tired of waiting on dub in R.I.P. King Flock mm. and the rumbling was cut so short. Yep, yep. I <laughs> bet worry. you. You know what's funny is that like we'll I was kind of I was kind of thinking about that too. Where uh, I was like, man, I wonder if uh, I wonder if Jacob watched that part. Yeah, to be like, Flock, you know, and uh, again, King Flock. He was fighting to the end. You know, no doubt. Um, but man, yeah, it's it's awesome. We love you guys, and yeah. uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun in this episode. Um, again, this is gonna be an episode where we're gonna be covering a lot of details, a lot of flashbacks, a lot of. There's gonna be moments in this episode where there's gonna be a few characters, or their lives are essentially flashing before their eyes. Mm-hmm. So um, it's yeah, gonna be interesting sure, to go back and see memories that are gonna lead to, you know, more of the story going forward. Um, and uh, as Lexi mentioned. Uh, we do have a Q&A. We do have a poll question to go ahead and, and talk about. And uh, we're excited to see what you guys said, what you guys' responses are, and how the poll results um, are. So um, what do you guys think? I think we're ready to go ahead and uh, yeah, jump into it. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So uh, as usual, Lexi, go ahead and uh, give you the rain now to go ahead and thank you, uh, thank you. give us the results. Um, actually, before I read the q and I want to read I Repent's... Uh, your guys' analysis is really interesting. Puts things into perspective. Season four episodes are going to be long, I bet. Yes, yep. what we just talked about. And yep. also, um, uh, I repent, or Josh, also saying, I'm really glad I found you guys. Work was so boring before I found <laughs> your podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So appreciative and so nice of you, I repent. Thank you so much. I just yeah. wanted to like acknowledge like that is so sweet and yeah, so nice. No doubt, man. Like, That's awesome. Awesome. We are so appreciative that you are now a part, because you are a part, all of you guys are a part of this podcast. Like, you guys are our motivation. Yes. So, thank you so much. Thank you It's so, always so nice much. to have a good podcast during work. Yeah. You know, I must say, for a guy yeah. that relies on music and relies on podcasts, it just, it does. It makes the work day, the work week just flow yeah. better. When you find 100%. the right one and you feel like you could be a part of it yeah. and it's something that you're really interested in very cool but all right yeah, thank so you what do we got lex so 
last week we asked you guys in reference to the OVA episode that we had with our brilliant genius Nate. Literally the brains of the podcast (laughs) with our buddy. Yeah, our friend Nate. Nate plays bad. Uh, Yeah, we had our OVA, which I was not a part of, but I don't think I would have added much to it because I've never (laughs) seen One Piece because this Q&A is which straw hat would you want in the AOT universe? (laughs) And why? And why? Ooh, okay. Eddie, friend of the show Eddie, Mm -hmm. responds by saying... I've never watched One Piece. Sorry. No, same, so same boat as you. <laughs> yeah, so okay. same, same. So Eddie. No I've never seen it. No but worries. But it's okay. It just adds more perspective. One Piece now is just one of those intimidating anime to even try to think about starting because you know if you start it, it's gonna be a long freaking journey. Now, like I said, I think I've told you this once before. My argument is always. If you really like a show... <laughs> oh my gosh, Kyron. <laughs> Hold on, Kyron, you're mistaken, okay? Not the anime. The trash piece is going to be the live action, okay? Yeah, so trash just, piece is the live You know, you're you're half right, okay? Trash. Don't make me disown you. <laughs> I will disown you. The anime is good. <laughs> oh, but, Josh says that he found us on Spotify. He said that it was one of the first uh, podcasts that came up. For oh, him. hell Ooh. yeah, all right. Aw, thank you for recommending us, Spotify. Okay. <laughs> But no, Kyron starting a revolution. I know, garbage <laughs> piece. <laughs> no, I'll say this. So, if you have, like, think about your favorite show of all time. Uh huh. Why would you ever want it to end? I guess, but I mean, there's truth to that, but there's also truth to having a good ending, right? To and you act story. like one piece won't. And I don't know. That's too. We got, we got like five, <laughs> five more years. Kyron, Kyron. <laughs> Um, I will disown you. Anti One Piece gang. Alrighty, <laughs> but well, the thing is with One Piece. Very quickly, I'll go ahead and I'll say this last little bit, and then we can oh, get back to the responses. Oh, you'll perfectly fit in. Then I repent. Um, but here's the thing, though, with One Piece, there is a certain arc that you got to get through. You got to get past, and then from then on, I feel like that's when things really start picking up. Obviously, in the beginning, you know that you have to get introduced to the characters. You know that the characters have to kind of, you know, formulate their bond, <laughs> whatnot, and stuff. They have to go through the beginning little parts of the little arcs that are, you know, you, you watch them and stuff. You're kind of like, all right, I get it. You know, they got to find a kind of common goal. But then, once you have the crew established, once you get to a certain arc, once certain things happen, then you're in. You know, it's kind of like, whoa, okay. And, and then that's when it feel like, I feel like the story elevates. The interest really, you know, goes in. Like, really, like, you know, you get really excited. You get invested. And exactly. And then that's when, from then on, it's like, you know, the All, journey, be, you know, it really begins for me. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'll invested. I'll just say this. There's a reason why One Piece not only broke the internet once, but twice in a month. Wow. Yeah, two separate weeks. One week, they had a hiatus week where they yeah. just did a little filler episode, and then they did a second episode. And those two episodes, first episode came out, most watched media and internet on the internet. Like, it broke Crunchyroll. Second episode came out, uh, same thing. It toppled the first one, becoming the most watched anime episode oh. or piece of media. It's got a huge internet. fandom, for sure. So... Yeah, and for how long it's been going, it it better. (laughs) August seventh, baby. August seventh is we get the climax to our current. Something that you know you have been looking. I'm not gonna say it straight out for people who haven't seen it, who do want to see it. Stuff that people have been looking forward to, but has also been kind of spoiled through. Yeah, a lot of people in the One Piece community have been spoiled about it, and they know what's coming. Like I heard the manga, I knew it was coming, but we're getting it animated, and they partnered up with Warner Brothers for it. Oh, cool. So, All right. Oh, cool. Big things for One Piece. There we go. 
All right. So we do got any more responses, Lex? Yes. We have from, from the show I Am Storm, also known as Hi Sid, yes. on here on Twitch, uh, says Luffy because it's the one. Mmm. So Luffy. All right. We can go ahead and talk about that. Do we have yeah. any more responses? We also have friend of the show, Bobby7. Yeah. Says Usopp, sharpshooter for them napes. Mmm. That's a good point. And then we have um, another viewer named Hater Xenon says none in all caps. None. Damn okay. haters. Interesting. His his username is Hater. That is true. But um, the thing is though, is I mean, I under, I respect the none part because it's like you know it, it takes away. There's there's exactly. You yeah. Know? It kind of so, changes the story. There you go. Well, there uh, you go. <laughs> That is Josh. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. But again, I respect that, Josh. I respect it because you want to go ahead and and keep you know something out of an an, an awesome thing. You know, keep them separate. Which is again, not all ingredients are good when mixed. But um, so I want to go ahead and talk about um, I want to talk about what. Oh, we got a few responses actually through the DMs. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Okay. We also have one more here. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So before we get into any analysis, I'm sorry. We can go ahead and uh, continue getting the the, uh, responses. Last of the Q and A responses, not counting the DMs, we also have a username Killacane26 says Zoro would make mincemeat out of Titans, and Aaron wouldn't stand a chance. Damn. All right. This is kind of perfect because look what Kyron just said. I know. I was gonna say Kyron just literally. Zoro is Levi on steroids. Yeah. The thing, though, is that, I mean, people who watch know Zoro, they know that he would need to be directed by a squad. Because he would get lost for sure. Oh, so many Mm -hmm. times. And then uh, through DM, we have another response from user Mary Dunn Mm -hmm. saying Zoro, because he would easily slice up any Titan, LOL. All right. uh, He's a. he and Levi would be buds too, I think, simply based off work Ooh. ethic. They'd be I'm, buds, but also they would be like rivals because, you know, in terms of matching Levi's ability to go ahead and slice in, you know, all the, just pretty much, you know, that Le- the, the Levi's method of being able to kill Titans. Imagine yeah. Zoro. Well, I mean, Zoro does have spin moves. Yeah. So that's the thing that's cool is that, I mean, anything for freedom let's go that would be pretty interesting yeah and that is I think it'd be a good friendly rivalry I could definitely see Levi making sure Zoro doesn't get lost see Levi would be Zoro's new Sanji literally I could literally see Levi being like Hey, Ma said you're going the wrong way (laughs) yeah and then you would have you know like Zoro responding calling him like a runt or something you know in, in Short stack, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Alrighty. So we'll see you soon. Um, but all right, very cool. Do we have? That is everything. Okay. So I want to go Q&A. and talk about it. Okay, starting with Jacob talking about Heisei. Uh, mentioned Luffy, mm-hmm. and Luffy I think would be an interesting character, but in terms of AOT, I hate to say it. I'm sorry, Luffy, but I just think you're just too stupid. Like yeah, I feel like Luffy would just be the having Titan fun with these like, colossal Titans. Go! He'd be trying to go ahead and ride the colossal Titans. I mean, not the, clo- the colossal. Oh, he'd be probably he, the colossal he too. Would but ride the yeah. he, he would try to titans. go ahead and like ride all the Titans and stuff. You know, can you imagine if you see the the cartoon be like, oh my god, that looks so cool, and he'll go out there and try to chase the stupid thing. You know? No, you know what Luffy would do? Luffy, I could see Luffy on the wall pointing at the colossal Titan, being like, join my crew. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and they'd be like, "Crew, what crew?" It's like, "Oh shoot, that's right, my crew's not here." Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not a pirate. <laughs> the thing is, it's like Luffy would go ahead and 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 be so naive to really what these Titans and what they're capable of doing, and then he'll just find himself 
stuck in some situation. He'll end up getting, you know. He'd be Aaron. He'd need to be saved. Yeah, he'd need to be saved. Over. You know, I don't know if he'd be eaten. You know, I think I don't want to think Luffy think would go ahead and get down to that. But what happens if they go to the sea, he gets into the water? Next thing you know, you see him start freaking floating away because he, yeah. he's panicking or whatever and stuff, you know? <laughs> oh, he sees. Everyone's, go? Oh, everyone's yeah. main goal is to find the sea, to go to the sea, and he's like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, well, technically, Luffy's goal is to go to the sea as well. I mean, he wants to be a pirate, you know, but it's yeah. just the devil for himself. It's just he's like, you know, can't yeah. Swim. Can't swim. But interesting. And then with Usopp, right? Usopp was from uh, Bobby. From Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Um, I mean, Usopp is, again, marksman, be incredible, but. I think he's just too afraid. I think he would be petrified. <laughs> oh, 100%. Of, and with Usopp, what makes him brave and what what gives him the ability, I think, to to like fight is fighting alongside his crew. his crew. And I think it's different because, one, I know Usopp's not joining the scouts. Oh, he's... Know? He's, he's going to be an MP or something. Yeah. You know? And then when shit hits the fan... MPs are going to act MPs, and they're not going to have that kind of like com- that, that fire that the Straw Hats have. Usopp would be like, "I'm going that way." <laughs> yeah, and you know, Usopp has the capabilities of protecting himself and others. You know, again with him being a marksman, but being the the sniper king. Now imagine but, how cool it would be though if Usopp was the Beast Titan. How know, deadly that would be. Yeah, but what what would he turn into? What kind of animal? Yeah, beast. Is there anything is there, in terms of? Is there anything to his? Is there an animal that like history? Leans things. I don't know. Other than a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like some sort of like um, what we see from Usopp and his kind of backstory. If there's any specific kind of animal that comes to mind for me, there there isn't. A goat. But for the Mary. Yeah, I guess there you go. He become a giant beast titan that is uh, the going. Imagine Mary. he's a goat, but he has his horns and he uses his horns as like a. It's like a slingshot. slingshot. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but I don't know. I think Usopp. I don't know a giant slingshot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, and then I'm trying to think. Like Zoro is a great choice. Great choice. Zoro is the obvious, you know. But I can't help but think that Frankie would be a good person to have an AOT because of his ability to go ahead and, and build and yeah. to create and to fabricate and to even fight and all that you know and uh, I think that's kind of what you want and somebody who's going to go ahead and join this AOT they want, like universe you want somebody who is going to be able to contribute not just in battle but also in the future and in, in, in creating and stuff you know think who of the, you think think of the ODM yeah. real quick think of how advanced the ODM gear would be if Frankie had his mind and be able to get his hands on that thing. Oh, you know, they wouldn't have ODM insane. gear. They would have freaking ODM suits. Like, and they'd have cannons on the yeah, suits. Yeah, like, just think about it. Like, I think Frankie would be an awesome character. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the character that I thought of. <clears throat> now, based off of that, who do you think would win in a fight? Between? Battle Frankie, the, su- the big mech. Yeah. Or the Armored Titan. Armored Titan. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen that suit in its full glory, to be honest. That is true. So, that is true. I don't know what to expect with that. I mean, I recently, going back and watching Triller Bark, um, they do that stupid little thing where they try to go ahead and, like, they, like they're they're hyping it up to where they're going to become this giant mega robot thing, and it's really just them standing on top of each other. 
Like he has. They do those stupid power freaking Rangers stupid thing. little like as a sword. He's just holding on to a Frankie's Usopp's arm. literally just holding choppers his over on his on his head as like a helmet. You have Sanji's holding one leg and Zoro's holding the other and stuff. And they're like, they're like, huh? What are you? And then obviously I'm wearing Nico Robin. They're like. What are you doing, Nico Robin? Come on, you need to be the last piece of our, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We need the left arm. Yeah, and then Robin's just like, no. No, don't ever ask me to do that ever again. You guys look so foolish. I have too much pride to go ahead and, and do that. I'd rather die, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Robin ropes them, and they're just like, oh. And then that's when Sanji and Zoro realize, oh, fuck, I look so stupid right now. <laughs> But anyway, so I think, think that uh, I, okay, based on what I've yeah, said, can you pose? <laughs> yes, the the Ginyu's like head between legs. Yeah, um, I think Battle Frankie Colossal would, or not Colossal Armor would be. It'd be an awesome battle. I, I don't know who would win, yeah. but, but just off of my fight. first initial thought, I mean armored. I think you know. But yeah, unless, Heisei unless, agrees with you. I think armored. Unless Rhina's having a weird, you know, off day and stuff, you know, he just Being mentally he's not there. And he, just, he just wants to die. Then I guess maybe Frankie. But yeah, no. But mine would definitely. Definitely be oh, mine would be Zoro. Zoro. But I just thought about what if Chopper got his hands on some Titan serum. The thing too is that Chopper would be fine against the Titans because the Titans aren't going to go after Chopper because Ch Chopper himself is like a reindeer. Yeah, you know, and they don't eat animals. Well, he has the human human fruit. No. He has part there human. But I feel like if Chopper got his hands on some Titan serum, he could do some serious scientific work on it. True. And plus, he, he himself can turn into his own Beast Titan. Yeah. So, very, very cool. All right, do you have an option? <laughs> I don't have any opinion on this <laughs> at all. You, I've you only, agree with... I've uh, only just been sitting here, like, like watching like, yeah. tennis. You agree with Josh, back you agree and with, with Eddie, right? Uh, no response, and if yeah, I would I, choose, none. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Eddie for sure. <laughs> there I haven't we go. seen Azari. Alrighty, so uh, thank you guys so much for the responses, and uh, it's just a fun little different uh, Q&A we had because uh, the OVA episode um, was a lot of One Piece talk. One Piece talk is uh, popular right now because of, you know, all the different One Piece episodes Live that are coming action, out, you talk about how they're, they're, they're going in there, you know, we're finally, they're finally going to go ahead and show what a lot of people, One Piece fans have been waiting for, and obviously One Piece live action has been a big topic of conversation, so, uh, but thank you guys so much so for the responses, and super. Uh, yeah. And now we got a poll question to go ahead and yes. uh, find out what the results are. Um, for the poll we asked you guys last week, we asked, which season of AOT is your favorite so far? Ooh, interesting. So, keyword so far. So far, because <laughs> we all we know that season four is still ongoing. We have a last part to go ahead and see and see how the story mm -hmm. itself ends. So that could... Um, possibly anime original ending. Yeah, and that could possibly also uh, you know affect your results here you know yeah the voting for those who voted season four if it ends in a way you don't like it then that means that probably won't be your favorite season anymore so mm -hmm. yeah um, very true but yeah this is a question actually that uh zach came up with and it was a really awesome question and uh something that we obviously hadn't asked and really focused on the seasons themselves you know and all that and mm -hmm. uh, so i'm interested to see how the results are yeah, so again, starting in normal fashion from least voted to most voted, we have at least voted with 9% of votes, season one. Season one? Wow. Yeah. wow that Beginning. one caught me off guard. Yeah, wow. same. Interesting. Okay. And then next is at 17%, season two. Okay. Is it going to go one, <laughs> two, three, and four? And then next with 31% is season... 
four. Whoa, Ooh, season four. It means that top vote getter it, with 43% wow. is season, season three. three. All right. Which well, is great because that's the one we're covering. <laughs> very awesome. All right. Well, for those that are joining us here live in chat, if you guys want to go ahead and... Uh, Say how you voted and why. I mean, we would love to go ahead and get more insight, but let's talk about it a little bit because once starting with season one being the the least vote getter with like what nine percent you said? Nine percent. Now that's kind of interesting. I thought that was gonna be second place. Yeah, because like season one we know jumps right out of the gate, right? Like episode one of season one is like when it came out amazing. It, it was one of the biggest things people talked about. Yeah, and I will admit that there is a period of when you get a couple episodes where it's like, all right, when are we gonna get back to the action? Because we yeah. get, we get, again, kind of how I described with One Piece, you know, you get introduced to characters, they have to kind of have a, a common kind of uh, agenda, you know, and you get introduced to all these different characters and you got the training arc and mm -hmm. stuff, you know, and so I, I understand that, but it's just season one, obviously very nostalgic yeah right definitely. again you mentioned and the, that first the episode outro, yeah right but then there's already there's there's very very key moments like season one episode one we know aaron's motivation we know why he's fighting we know why he hates those ties it because his mom just like his mom immediately is taken from his life and then you have moments too like later on in the season where we have like we find out the whole um, Ackerman ability for Mikasa and her backstory and that unfortunate mm -hmm. tragedy what happened with her family and stuff yeah. you know and then what bonds her and Eren together you know because Eren himself as such a young kid went out of his way to go ahead and protect her unlocked her ability and her potential then you got moments where literally our main character gets ripped away from us because he is killed he's eaten mm -hmm. And then you get that reveal of when he arises and he, he saves Mikasa. He has such, such iconic yeah. moments, you know, and then you got him like sealing the breach, you know, with that boulder. And it's like, whoa, that's incredible. And that's 9%? Yeah. Wow. That just shows how great Attack on Titan it is really that does. they're writing. Yeah. I love it. We got uh, our friends chiming in. You know, Kyron says season four, definitely the GOAT. And you got Heist saying four because Eren needs to be the ruler. Like he's now kind of, I know, the ending of AOT is sad as it is. The hero turning into a war hero quoted by Flock. <laughs> AOT yeah. season four is good. Uh, just remove Mikasa, Arm, and Gabi, and then we are good. Whoa! Whoa. Those are fighting words there. I know I you want to understand Gabi. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gabi, we is, can remove Gabi. Obviously, here Jacob wants to get rid of the sentimental attachments to Aaron because he wants Aaron so to be that can. war god, you know. But hey, he wants another Kratos. Aaron needs his conscience. He needs his Jiminy Cricket. I'm he needs his Armin. He said season four because that's the season where Flock dies. I know. Mm. Wow. Good. As it should be. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so now we got to talk about season two. Okay, season two is the shorter season. We know that's mm -hmm. probably what only uh, in the teens, late teens, or what? Or is it only like yeah, it's like sixteen or so. <laughs> Going no, 14, no, 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 no. But um, yeah, it's just season two. It's for me to be honest. Thinking right now, season two. What do we have? Like I'm trying to think of what? what's going on. That's right. The female Titan arc. Okay, that's that's a good point. Yeah, you know because that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's, it. that's the season. But we get a lot of devastation, a lot of destruction. But even then, isn't the female Titan arc in season at the end of season one too, or is that just season two? Am I remembering it wrong? I, remember I think the female one. Titan is just season two, I believe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How does season one end? Season one ends, I think, with the. Uh, is it with the breach? 
with uh, sealing the breach. I'm pretty sure season one is finished oh. with sealing the breach. Yeah. Oh. I think that's what it is. And then. Um, okay. I don't know why I remember it ending in the female Titan arc. Because it feels like. Maybe it's because season two was so short. I thought yes. it was just an extension of season one. Yeah. No, because there's not there's not a lot going on. So you're just like, oh, it's just season one part two. Yeah. Forgive my brain. But if I'm thinking about it, I mean, for, for me personally, I think that I would have season one ahead of season two. Yeah. You know? Same. I'm, I'm surprised that season two, two got ends, so much. Does season two end with? Season two ends with it like, ends the, with, uh, the fight with the uh, crystallization with of Stohes being destroyed and all that, and then it ends. Remember, they you know they she, she the sits on those the people wall. and yeah. Remember, <laughs> yeah, and that's when we got Pastor Nick is like like uh, don't let the, don't let the sun hit the wall, whatever yeah, and stuff. Yeah, three yeah, yeah. is long when I think about yeah, it. Yeah, season three because that's when we get into the governmental arc of it and stuff. The the collusion, the fake. Well, you we know, get we get so stuff. much. In it's season a lot of three. government. In we, season three. we get to. We get the meat and the potatoes <laughs> of the episode, man. We, we get, get when we're going we back. Rhino, we get we're going back Ymir. to Shiganshina. Yeah. You know, and all that. We Great point the two. We get, we get the yeah. Beast Titan fight. Season three season is three. so good. So, but damn, you know what? I think Season the, three is beefy. I think the results are correct, except for we got to swap two and one. In my yeah, eyes. No, same, in I agree. My, in my opinion, if I were to rank it, now I voted for season three. That's my favorite season. <clears throat> yeah, it's like good. you said, it's the meat and potatoes. It's chunky. It's got all the good shit in it. <clears throat> and then I would put season one. Season one, uh, second to last. So it'd be second, uh, no, second. season one, second. So yeah. oh, okay. And then season four is in third for me third, right and now. Then and then two season two, two, two would be at the bottom. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think for me right now, I have season four up there because mm -hmm. it's so fresh. You know, we're getting all these. Uh, you know, it's just, again, I, I like the whole aspect of perspectives changing, and then the person you're rooting for ends up kind of getting colluded with selfish thoughts, and then, you know, now you kind of had that mindset, like, am I rooting for the villain? Yeah. For me, you know? it's just season four. You guys know how I love my villains. Unt until I know the ending. <laughs> That's the thing, is I, as I mentioned, it's like, this is so far, right? Obviously, yeah. uh, very purposeful choice of words mm -hmm. um, and for all I know if season 4 ends in a, a devastating fashion and it could go ahead and drop to uh, to second for me and then I'll have mm -hmm. season 3 up there but for me I have currently 4, 3 I guess one, um, two. yeah 4, 3, 1, 2 okay yeah I think I would have I would have 3, 4, 1, 2 okay yeah and again it's 3 is very close mm -hmm. you know because when I think about it, I mean, obviously, three perfect ways. It's just the meat and potatoes because you have yeah. what really fucks Aaron up. Yeah. You know, you we know, get we all get those memories. Three. We get the Grisha backstory. We get, like, the moment when he sees those, you know, the future moments of how things are going to transpire in season four. You know, when he goes and he kisses Historia's hand. You know, obviously, Historia has a great arc as well. Mm -hmm. So much incredible, you know, just character development, the whole Ymir thing. We know that's my biggest pet peeve with the story, yeah. you know, yeah. is Ymir's de decision. So many good things. But like I said, I just can't AJ. take away from the fact of, oh, how can we, how can I even forget the fucking moment where the choice Armin or say, Ermin, I literally, you know, what about screaming at Four the TV? Words. Damn you. You traitor! You know, yeah. And, and, uh, we get, all the good shit in season three. Yeah, season three, there's a lot of iconic moments for sure. And I think with season four, I'm just, like I said, I just, that whole aspect of it, how everything changes and stuff, you know, and just like, 
fuck, you know what? I might just change it right now because now I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah. I got my guy Armin, but yeah. Armin's been pissing me off. Gobby's in season four, yeah. you know, and stuff. And like, man, that's that's tough. Do it. I think what it is for me, it's a flip me? of the coin at this very uh, current moment. So do you want to go ahead and flip a coin? You got a coin mm -hmm. on you? <laughs> so what are your terms? I mean my terms. It's like which side is season three, which side is season four? Right now, it's just slight edge season four, just because I think the anticipation, you know, so and I'm excited for it for and it. stuff. And uh, and I don't know. I was gonna say for me, it's like three and four are just like almost interchangeable. Heads is season four, tails is season three. Season four <laughs> has just flip a coin. <laughs> it's listening to the music. Oh. <laughs> she didn't <laughs> flip a coin. Heads. The heads. 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 So season four. There we go. All right, but it's so that close. No. No, you guys no. are season three. Four. Me and three and four. Three, three and four. Is badass. Three is Me badass. Me and you have four and one. And, uh, it's sad. Four, four is bad. just badass. Four you is mean, like. I think it would be sad for you, Heisey, because Lexi mentioned you you lose flock in season four. Yeah. Uh, so no is, really that, is that not sad for you? I know. Do you That's not? That's badass. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Well, the way he went out with the. That was pretty cool. He went out with a bang. Literally. Literally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, dude, that is we everything. Lose characters too. My goodness gracious! Over in season four, you know, obviously we're gonna lose characters, but I can't help but think about you know a certain one-eyed character. Do we not in season three? We do, but I mean, I think for certain me it's one. like we do in every episode. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's just like even in every you get an awesome moment, an awesome four. moment that touches my heart too, and it's just like when you have like you see what's kind of after. In the afterlife, you know, and, mm -hmm. stuff. and that's, what, that's what that was really comforting. really cool. I really loved that a lot. Same. I hope we see some more of that. But um, oh, we have to. Yeah, they can't just show us that and then just and like, then be right, like, what? It. You know, where's it's everyone gone, else gone meeting forever. up? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is. I that is on. the Q and A, and that might is have the DMs poll about it. Possibly. Is that it? Is that it? Dun, 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 dun. As much as Flock's death, sad. He uh, was just been used by Aaron. Yeah, Aaron was using a lot of people, <laughs> so. Literally was just one of the many pawns that Aaron had. Aaron was using everybody. Like the fact that Aaron literally went back as, as far back as like using Aaron Kruger, using his father Grisha, just to go ahead and and one be able to force these characters to pass down this ability to whoever eventually will will get to to Aaron, you know, and then that's when all hell breaks loose. And, um, uh, yeah. Josh also DM saying four is the best. I can't wait for y'all to cover it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I can't wait for us to go and talk about it too. But we have knowing that he voted for. We just have just like we have iconic moments to go ahead and talk about. Fuck, season three too. We have we can Levi against the Beast Titan. Let's change a vote. No, I can't. the The coin was already. Uh, Who cares what Siri says? I Siri's do. a liar. I care Siri a is lot, the FBI. guys. If you guys know me, my favorite movie is her, and I care a lot about what AIs and operative systems have to say. It's the world. It's the world to me. Don't what do it again. What season of AOT is better, season three or season four? Oh my goodness gracious! They're gonna say season four just because it's relevant. First thing that pops up is season three in the wiki search. Mm -mm. Just saying. Controversial guys. Controversial. Siri knows. Siri knows what's good. Um, exactly my point. Siri knows. Levi Siri versus Kenny. Siri, Siri, yeah, Siri. Siri. Yeah, yeah, that's another great part. Part, but we get that again in, in season four. 
literally don't. <laughs> we get to see the end of Kenny in this episode. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I was like, you guys don't know what this is. I literally watched it earlier today, AJ. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for your amazing results and feedback. We love it. We love talking about it. As you guys can tell, we're not always on the same page here. Uh, But that's what's great about poll questions and Q&As is that we get different flavors. We get different responses, different Mm, results. And it's very cool to go ahead and really just dive into the flavors and understand why we chose that flavor in the first place all those beautiful flavors the flavors that titans crave and the flavors that sasha okay you're spiraling a little bit uh, (laughs) you know it's just that's amazing it's awesome you know please grow the beard back yeah you know what there's a reason why I have the baby face and stuff, you know, me and Zach got some photos taken recently. We have some uh, aspirations, as you guys can tell from past episodes. We've talked about wanting to pursue uh, getting into some live action stuff, some uh, some acting. And, um, you know, we're going to be doing some uh, some practice. You almost dropped it. I almost did. Uh, weekly occurrence when Lexi drops her phone. It'll happen at some point in this episode. But well, anyways, so me and well, Zach are going to go ahead and continue uh, practicing on how to act. We're currently have, I don't know, Zach, if you want to go ahead and uh, lift up the uh, the volumes 1 through 20 that we have here. But um, Jeez, they're heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty heavy. But Big books. There is a live action My Hero Academia that is going to be, uh, I'm sure, released in uh, probably three years. Um, they announced oh, that it's happening. So cool too. And uh, so me and Zach, we want to get in on that project. And in order to do that, we need to go ahead and get ahead of the game now. So we got headshots taken. We, uh, we're we going to be doing some practice and trying to act and uh, do some voice work and establish a demo reel. And the goal is to, at some point... Um, Here's our uh, headshots. Here's a demo reel, and uh, see if you can go ahead and help us out. But uh, but the the beard will be back, and it'll be back before you know it. I grow facial hair like a yeah, crazy very fool. Fast. And, uh, yeah, very Yeah, same. I just I just like staying clean shaven for you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I you got know? a I got a crazy you mustache. Who, you know what's crazy? You know who can't grow a beard here in this room? Huh? I think that would be <laughs> uh, Zach. <laughs> it would definitely be Zach, but it's okay, Zach. Wait, Lexi can grow a beard? Yeah, grow a full yeah, beard. Yeah, can. it's pretty good. It's kind of scary, actually. It's called jeans. Yeah. <laughs> but um, interesting uh, comment here from our uh, favorite Jaegerist. Heisa says, me and my best friend always argue why I support mass genocide, a.k.a. the rumbling. I say it's good because he's ending all wars. You know what's funny? That's kind of like the Thanos theory where it's like people realize when they're stuck in traffic, when they're like kind of like, you know, there's a lot of people <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Maybe Thanos was onto something. Just snap no, half of the population was. away. You know what? Like, it's all dependent on where you live. But here in California, traffic is a pain. Yeah. And um, the same, maybe Thanos was onto something. It would cut down on emissions. It would cut down on pollution. Now, Aaron's taking it to a whole other level. When you go in here, let's gonna, just restart. I'm gonna only <laughs> unplug and plug. Allow it back my in. island to live so that they are protected from all the other threats out there. Sounds like something we've heard before. Which is who? What? Tiny mustache. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was bad news. Yeah. It's ironic how in season four we get introduced to Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like, you know what? These guys are onto something. Yeah. I'm like, what? (laughs) 
Um, but Heist is trying to say it's it's for the betterment of of just ending all wars. You know, can't have wars if everyone's dead, baby. Yeah, and guess what? The island of parody, they're gonna have wars within their own island, and uh, what's what are you gonna do then? <laughs> they already had a freaking coup. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. You guys are awesome. We love talking about mass genocide. <laughs> now we know. Jeez. But um, only okay. if it's fictional. So uh, <laughs> without further ado, Lexi's gonna go ahead and recap us. Yeah, there's a giant... What happened last time? What happened in the first part of uh, Ruler of the Walls? In the first part of Ruler of the Walls, uh, we figure out Irvin's plan for the Rod Rice Titan, the giant beetle slug titan that is crawling his, quote, Levi's fat ass to the wall. Yes. And um, Irvin's plan is that he's just going to let them... He's just going to not warn any of the people... All the people have to act as normal as, yeah, as possible. Because, because Hanjay, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know why that reminded me of the G like, B like, oh my rat I can't rat I. Um, <laughs> no idea what but uh, Hanji expresses with her big brain that. I can't talk and think at the same time. <laughs> that my brain's moving too fast for my mouth. Pretty much that, what we need to know um, is that there is a plan. There is a plan because the Rod Rice Titan is motivated by large groups of people. It's attracted to large crowds. Yeah. And if we end up bringing or, or having all those people over in the Orvi district and bringing them inside the wall or I should say closer towards the capital, right? Guess what? Mr. Rod gonna Titan is going to go ahead and change course and go straight for that crowd. So... Also, there's children. There's children. There's children that that resemble. That resemble. Beautiful. That resemble a uh, first season. I actually had. I actually Armin, had Aaron, a and thought on that. Uh-huh. But I'll touch on it when we get there. Okay. Interesting. Uh, like it. And uh, and cannon fire. And we know that these uh, <laughs> garrison soldiers have no idea what they're up against, and they have never seen a titan before. They don't know what an abnormal titan is, and then they go ahead and now alone what they're are, about to yeah, see. They're just, they had no idea. They're just currently following the rules of Irvin, despite Irvin being a gambler, and we're going to see how it plays out. But um, yeah, so the rod titan is very close to the wall, so we see cannon fire. They're trying to go ahead and prevent this titan from getting to the wall, but um, we'll find out if it works or not. And uh, we know that Hanji herself, she went and gathered some uh, very crucial items. Uh, she calls them very special gifts for for yeah. Mr. Rod Rice, and uh, a very special. We'll see someone. if Rod Rice likes those gifts. Um, but Aaron is an interesting character because he goes through his emotions. We know that Aaron was very much defeated. He wanted to die in that underground chapel, but now for whatever reason, he found a new, just lifeline he has this motivation again and he realized oh my gosh you know my mother is now he sees those three kids which you know zach said he's gonna go ahead and mention when we get to them in this episode but he sees them he realizes that damn they're gonna go ahead and probably suffer just like we did and then armin's the one who tells him look like they might end up seeing the same thing that we saw but the difference is that they have us. Our garrison soldiers aren't drunk playing pinochle. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there is a plan. We actually and we are, are here to protect them. And then Aaron decides, fuck, he's right. And he starts beating the shit out of himself. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Mika says, like, literally Just holding him, preventing him, you know, restraining him. And Armin's like, wait, why, why, are you trying to transform right now? Like, it's not time. And Aaron's like, you're being just dramatic. He's like, no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to kill that stupid brat. Hopefully he's dead now. And it's like, bro, come on, main character syndrome, serious. I like, know. are you kidding me right now? 
That's some like, Deckard vibes. <laughs> like, dude, so dramatic. But you know what? Maybe we'll get a different Aaron in this episode. Please, mom, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> But, but yeah, so um, that's the recap, guys. And we're going to go ahead and get into the episode now. Again, this is Season 3, Episode 9, uh, Ruler of the Walls. This is Part 2 of our breakdown and discussion. Uh, Heiser real quick says, I'd want a series after AOT on those other three kids, what they experienced. Uh, maybe. Maybe we can. We've talked about potential, uh, you know, spinoffs, and uh, there's some really good ones. Yeah. Good ideas. But here we go, guys. We're going to go ahead and uh, jump right into the episode. Here we go. We continue the episode, and the Rod Titan continues its pursuit as Karsten, that senior garrison soldier that is there, um, he is preparing his soldiers for another attack. He says, The enemy is moving! Adjust your aim! Our target is the back of its neck! We see the garrison soldiers of Orvu District. They're on top of the wall. This wall is Walsina. They aim their cannons directly below which indicates how close this Rod Titan really is. Uh, the soldiers, they all fire, and we see direct impact, causing the Rod Titan to stop momentarily. The soldiers, they don't see movement. There's nothing in the smoke cloud that is caused by this cannon fire. Carson, Karsten tells his soldiers, Well done! We've torn into its flesh! One more volley, and we... But then... Carson and the soldiers on the wall are immediately interrupted while they are rushed with steam. And they all try to block with their hands and their arms. Connie on the wall, he reacts, so hot. And then Levi reacts, damn it, that's just our luck. The wind must have shifted. A soldier on the wall panics as they yell out, what do we do? I can't see, Captain. And then Captain Carson responds, it doesn't matter. The target's right beneath us! Keep shooting! The soldiers unleash another barrage of cannons. And then they wait. Commander Irvin reacts to the second wave of cannons. That wasn't enough. And then a large titan hand rises from the smoke and crashes down on the wall as the rod titan grabs on for support. People below in the town witness the serious destruction and damage to their wall. And as the Rod Titan looks up, I should say, then we see the Rod Titan. He's able to lift, lift himself to his feet using the wall. And then the Rod Titan looks up <laughs> and we see the damage that it caused to its face from the constant dragging. The Titan's face resembles a sliced tomato as it's missing the entire front of the face, we see its brain, the empty eye sockets, no nose, and mouth wide open. It's truly a sight that these young kids, the citizens, the soldiers, they will never forget. And then, as the Titan stands straight up, we can see that it's showing the inside of its chest and stomach too. The intestines, they appear to spill out on top of the wall, causing soldiers to fall off. The intestines, they spill out. And uh, yeah. the Rod Titan, <laughs> Rod Titan, you, you know improvising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like what, like when you skip. Uh, you just kind of have to go like, with it. You don't have to acknowledge it. We just like kind of go with it. You, I'll, I'll find skip, the flow again. You skip I'll find the, the entire again. part yeah, where there's a kid talking and I'm supposed to say it. Are we having a repeat you, of the last time yeah. where none, none of us and, agreed? And, and, and now you're you're just restating. I got sentences. you. I got you. I got you. Here we go. Um, but yeah, so like, are we gonna talk about that. The rod titan roars <laughs> as we see the intestines and blood spilling off the side of the wall. One of the kids noticing this says with a shaky voice, "It's." A titan. I'm sure that was a line you were looking forward to. I was. I yeah. love doing. There you go. You love doing young boys. Nah, uh, let's not say that. <laughs> you want to I love line voicing so children. <laughs> there you go. And then, um, so the citizens, they all scream in horror, and they begin running away for their lives. A soldier tries to prevent chaos. Please, you have to stay calm. But the soldier gets caught in the crowd of just the panicking citizens. A citizen even responds to the soldier. Shut up! And then we see the Rod Titan standing tall, holding onto the wall. And Captain Karsten yells out to his soldiers. We're falling back! Everyone run! The soldiers retreat. And we see the Rod Titan tighten its grip, crumbling the top of the wall. Captain Carson is defeated as he watches and he reflects. Shit. It's breaking through. The city I grew up in is about to be devastated. But then a hand grabs his shoulder as he jumps in brief panic. Captain Carson looks and sees that it's a serious, straight-faced Captain Levi. Levi tells Karsten, the garrison has done its duty. Let the scouts take it from here. We see Connie and Sasha pouring water all over their bodies. And Armin tells Aaron, as Aaron, as Aaron, we see Aaron stretching. <laughs> Looks like we're up. What is the point? And Aaron agrees, as we see now a way more confident Aaron. As Armin heads to his post, Aaron quickly calls out to him, Armin. There's one more thing that's different from then. It's not all we'd hoped for, but it's something. Mankind has an ace up its sleeve. Huh? <laughs> oh, confident. He's so Aaron. dramatic. Literally we goes love from, it. <laughs> stupid, yeah. stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah. Man, I'm the shit. Yeah, hey. He literally is just like, ah. Oh all right. Oh, Why? Right. What is Ready the point of stretching? WWE I don't know. I don't what know. is the point of him stretching if he's not, not even, even using his body? He's, he's stretch your Titan's muscles. Yeah, he's it's just it's for dramatic effect. He's just you know he's showing all to he's them. doing is laying in a warm cocoon doing I'm this. I'm ready to do this. <laughs> now I have a question. Yeah. Do we think Rod Rice can see what's going on? I think he's kind of just in a blind a rage, you know? Something. He's in a blind rage and stuff, and uh, I don't think he's in full control over no, what's he's really not. happening. Then why not just have Aaron transform? Well, the thing is with him is that obviously we know that the Rod Titan is of massive size, mm -hmm. twice the size of the Colossal Titan, right? Which means and his skin is twice the size. The thing, too, is just like this Titan himself is not the Colossal Titan, but it does also emit rushes of steam, mm -hmm. you know? So it does have that kind of almost instinctual measures to protect itself. Like survival. He has those survival. Survival, yeah. So do you things, think you know? he could tell if it if Aaron was in Titan, if Aaron was there based off the steam hitting him? 
Do I think that Rod Titan? I don't think he noticed? knows that that's Aaron. I think he just knows survival. Yeah. Well, like, do, what I'm saying is, do you think he would notice another Titan near him? I think. I, he, I think the way I get that answer because I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. He does. It'll be yeah. the next part of it. Oh, that's yeah. True. So it's one of those things where the Rod Titan shows its sliced tomato face, and we're, and he's not able turn. to kill him from the outside, which Irvin explains in in the next part. Yeah. So. I think it's just a matter of, uh, again, just trying to kill this Titan. How you would kill other Titans is just the name, it right? Yeah. But how do we do that? That's the thing. And then that's when they've, you know, they have literally barrels, barrels of gunpowder. Of gunpowder, you know. Yeah. That Mikasa is just. Oh yeah, Mikasa. One arming. She's beast. just. She, absolutely. She is that girl. I do want to say one of my favorite scenes is the raw Titan sitting, <laughs> like just like this. Like, but he's like huge frame. Because uh-huh. if you see, if you see the scene, like the big, like from the sky. When shot, when he's like, and he's like over the wall, but it's like he looks small. But you see his little legs, and they're like this, and he's like, <laughs> he's all yeah, because up. because he's all torso, so yeah. his legs are I mean, just. Like, his stomach is like all the way up to the ceiling. And he's just got these little legs that are like. Yeah. Scunched next to him. And that's the thing too is that like literally as Zach mentioned that he's not even standing up on his legs, you know? Dude, he's kind of propping the, himself up using the wall, right? He's in like ahead. an Asian squat. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing is that he's like he's like he's still like, completely overlooking, you know, mm-hmm. just the wall and stuff, you know? I just think it's funny. Crazy. I think he just looks funny because he's got these little tiny legs that are like fully like brought up. Yeah. And they're like a fraction of his torso. I think that the Rod Rice Titan looks so specifically so gross because of the cannon fire holes that were made into him. Yeah. And seeing all of the holes in his body. I don't know if I have trypophobia, but it does bother me when there's an irregular pattern of holes in skin. Like when it's in skin, it does it does freak me out. It does bother. It just irks me. It's gross. Yeah. And there's steam coming out of it, and he's like mushy, and it's just it's so. That's there's, he's the grossest titan. Oh yeah, for there's sure. Two types of people. There's Lex. There's me. Who's like, Wee! yeah. <laughs> and then like logical Lex coming, and we haven't had her in a while. Yeah. Um, thinking logically about his anatomy because this is the first time we get like a really good look at the insides and anatomical position of I think it's hot okay I yeah, said I likes the holes I say uh, I don't want to know what you want to do with <laughs> holes um, but uh, so thinking back to logical X thinking What's anatomically up, welcome back we're talking about the tomato phase tie in rod rice yeah welcome back this is the first time that we really see like a whole Anat- like anatomical view of the inside of a titan. Yeah. Like we could tell that he has full facial muscles. He has a tongue. He has full on. Like facially, his muscles look anatomically similar to a human. Yeah. But then you see his insides, and it's like there's not really like Much there's there's on. something that looks similar to a heart. There's something that looks similar to like a diaphragm. He's got ribs, you know, but. What spills out of his stomach is just like this big sack. Yeah. Like it's not like it's my it must be the I, sack of where the people go and they just kind of like essentially become yeah. stew. Yeah, like that's, that's what back I'm to guessing season one. Yeah. Obviously there's no there's no repro- not reproductive, but there's no like urination. There's no bladder. Yeah, there's they don't, no they, he doesn't, they, don't he they don't pee. All they do is yeah. regurgitate, you know. There's no stuff. intestines for anything yeah. to like go through and there's no process. It's just a big blob. It's just throat. 
down to just this steaming, this, this like, like weird soggy, blown up balloon. sack of just, uh, yeah, <laughs> bodily just, water yeah, balloon. Yeah, pretty much. And that's what I'm guessing. I mean, obviously, we, we know, but that's where the people that Titans eat just yeah. sit in until they eventually get regurgitated. So that's up. what spills over the wall, right? Yeah. Is just that so weird. So then sack. if he, so is the sack there loose then or do you think he dragged himself across enough to like sever like the esophagus to like oh he for it? sure just threw well, no, dragon I think it's body still, i think it's still attached but i think it's just like you know you just have like spill, 25 yeah. feet of intestine in your stomach yeah like i'm pretty sure it's just like nothing's holding it in so it can just spew out yeah so then okay so if it's still i was gonna ask like then if you were to eat someone i mean given eating is not really a thing you could do right now because he's kind of just yeah. Half just, of his face. If he were to swallow someone, would they just like come right out? <laughs> well, I, I feel know. like they'd have to slice because open. he can't chew. They get swallowed whole. I mean, he has teeth. He does have teeth. Yeah, but it, he's got some grinders. In oh yeah, there. he has a. He can chew a little bit, but yeah. it's not like he can really. He would have to use his tongue to move them around. I want keep, Lex. I want you to answer this question from Josh. If a scout is swallowed with his gear, could they cut their way out? I wonder if that's ever happened. I feel like they could because it is softer tissue inside of you or inside of a Titan than it is on the outside. So, like, if they get swallowed, just that's swallowed whole say. with their stuff. Why don't they just... I mean, And you've mentioned that before in, like, really earlier episodes. Like, why has no one ever just, like... Slice we also life. don't know the effects of what this bodily fluid like, causes to yeah. the human body and what if it does anything to their... like, like real stomach acid, I mean, you weren't we not surviving. do because we've seen Aaron in there. But Aaron also this is a tight user, so he's able to regenerate. And even though he yeah. wasn't I feel like able to go ahead and, and... But we did see other people's like limbs and stuff that were eaten before. They didn't disintegrate immediately. Yeah. They were just like boiling. So like I feel like I don't think it's like a stomach acid. It's more of like a boiling. I feel like it's blood. like body heat from the Titan is what kills you because mm. it's so hot in there. Like it's so unbelievably hot. It's like yeah. sitting in yeah. a sauna. Yeah. What John said that, that, that they would you know, suffocate. It emits and stuff. You know. I, I agree. I think that they would also just like suffocate in there. Mm. Yeah, but one thing it's also so too, hot. Like you're saying, if the rod Titan did swallow somebody, especially now that that intestine sac has been exposed and it's not trapped with all that heat. Yeah, they could easily just and hop right out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's an interesting. So I feel uh, like there shouldn't be as scared of getting eaten by him, but he is also gigantic and just could like just, squish you. <laughs> I feel like the only thing that would kill them automatically is just the insane heat coming off of him. Yeah, because when you think about it, for anybody who even gets close to any of those titans that he emit, you know, they steam, get like third degree burns. Yeah, like exactly. Their, their bodies are burned at, at, you know, devastating lengths and stuff. And you imagine being inside that titan and what that Ugh. heat does to you. Like you yeah. said, you're literally just boiling. He would suffocate. Dead, you know? I mean, think about Armin. Yeah, you know? And what happened more exactly. That's the thing. Pretty crispy. But yeah, we've seen the inside. It looked like a worm from um, SpongeBob. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I remember back when they invented chocolate. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the, the grandma. Yeah. The grandma, yeah, yeah. The grandma and the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, young lady. Is your mother home? Ma! Ma! What? Ma! And she's literally just what? skull what and are they spine. selling? She's just skull and spine. <laughs> They're selling chocolate, ma. That's all they have left. Yeah. I remember back when they invented chocolate. And I hated it. <laughs> 
And then, uh, and then, and SpongeBob goes on a date with both of them. What? What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting question, though. Thank you so much for that, Josh, because it's like, man, when you think about it, it's always nice to kind of like, you know, wander a little bit and, and have her brain kind of go to those specific kind of questions where, again, they're kind of, you try to think logically how would they escape or what would happen in this event of this blah, blah, blah. If it has something like this happened before in the anime? And I think one thing, too, is why we haven't seen it is because most people who do get eaten aren't just swallowed. Yeah. Or with, like, they like are half their gear. chomped in half. Yeah. Or they go ahead and literally are grabbed and they're like, they they've got shredded or squished yeah. and all that. Yeah. So. I feel like the Titans have enough intellect to realize, like, okay, we should kill them before we swallow. Yeah. I want the juice first. Because the thing is, you it's know, the like bigger I want the juice. <laughs> you know, you're going to go ahead and uh, get swallowed whole by probably the bigger Titans. But if you have ones that are the smaller Titans, I mean, you know, they're probably just going to pick you to shreds. Yeah. Right? Pick you to shreds and go ahead and, you know, just kind like of piece by piece, you know, and stuff. Yeah. I want the gusher. Um, shout out to Gushers. Sponsors, please. Um, water. But yeah. So I do want to say very quickly that, uh, shoot, you know, admirable for these garrison soldiers again with no experience to be really putting up a fight with this Titan who literally is right below them, right there in this wall, you know, like, even though this captain of his, uh, of the garrison soldiers here in this, uh, district, Captain Karsten, even though he was at a loss for words when he first found out about Irvin's plan and he pleaded and begged, please, we got to go and get these people out of here. He's putting up a hell of a fight. Yeah. He's not just tucking his tail between his legs and running. Like, these, this freaking behemoth of a titan is right there in front of yeah. him. And he's still telling him, like, like, it doesn't matter. We know where this threat is. It's right there below us. Throw another wave. Fire the cannons. You know? And then even when all hell breaks loose, he's not the first one to run. Yeah. His soldiers, unfortunately, The garrison go ahead. soldiers have, have had a serious glow up. Yeah. They've come a long way. You know, like, and... Death will do that to you. I will say, though, will this give you a little bit of peace of mind? When we see him, he's here. He's realizing my city, the place I grew up in, is about to get devastated. Mm -hmm. And you have this little scout just like, hey. All right. Good job. Yeah. It's our turn. You know? I mean, Levi's kind of a celebrity among scouts. Yeah. It's like you have the Levi being like. We got it from here. We got it from here. You know? Good job. You did what you were supposed to do. You got to think that your mind would at least be from like, oh my God, everything's about to, my, my home is about to be destroyed yeah. to be like, oh wait, okay. Oh, go we have people it. that actually we, we killed did, we Titans here. We did yeah. our job. Go oh, okay, for we're it. fine. We're fine. Let's yeah. go, guys. Let's so, go uh, Josh, yeah, to go ahead and mention, you said, I bet they've never seen a Titan. Yeah. I mean, again, they are in the innermost wall. They didn't wall. even know they what an animal That's what I wanted to say, too. Imagine how much credit the scouts are given now. Like, especially from the citizens who just saw this Titan. Yeah. Who have never seen one before in their lives. And they're like, that's... Because uh, that's the only reference they get now. Like, they're like, that's what our scouts face yeah. every time they leave the walls. Like, no, this is the biggest we've seen, actually. <laughs> yeah. But the scouts, even then, they're just like... Unfazed, you know? They well, because you don't have time to be emotional. You just yeah. have yeah. to... Yeah. So, like, think about, like... All these people who are probably like talking shit on the scouts, like, oh, they just go Especially out because the scouts were the threat literally not too long yeah. ago. You know, the yeah. government was trying to pin the whole coup d'etat. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and you're like, these are the guys that we've been talking shit on this whole time. Yeah. They're, really, they're literally, they don't give a shit. They're going to stop this Doing yeah. thing. big abomination or that we never expected. Or they're going to die trying. That too. You know? Yeah. And it's like, wow. You know? But, um, yeah, they're, they're, they have I mean, not the seen fact that Levi. Titans. 
to answer your question, like the fact that Levi is like, okay, we're we're up now. Yeah, good job. I'd be like, I'd be like, shit, maybe it's not destroyed. Maybe we're good. Yeah. Um, Josh says this is the battle that led to the scouts having so much popularity and recruits for the Wall Mario mission later. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I think so. I think that once, uh, 100%. you know, they found out that they were able to go ahead and uh, you know protect people, people that are literally because you know if you can protect the powers that be, the you know fancy people, the royal people, the people that have the best living arrangements here in Walsina, mm -hmm. those people who are very powerful are gonna want to. You know, fund you, help out, fund you exactly, and you know that, right? Unfortunately, it's kind of like, what can you do for me, right? Hey, guess what? We just saved your freaking entire, you know, cushion wall, yeah, from getting destroyed by this titan who is the largest titan, the most disgusting titan that we have ever come across, you know. And this is a freaking ghastly looking dude. Yeah, like, can you imagine putting yourself into that? Moments, you are a soldier, you are one of those scowls, and you see this dude climb up, look up, and it's just pure devastation of a face. Yeah. Like, I don't like, know. like, that's your idea of a titan. Like, that would Walsina. be. Walsina. And again, to those be like, three they kids, don't have faces. They're seeing that and they're like, that's what a titan is? Yeah. You know, or as Lexi it's likes a saying, titan. a titan? <laughs> no, I gave, I gave him like an angsty voice. Yeah. It was actually young Bakugo. There you go. That was young Bakugo, guys. That's you guys heard it here first. Titan? Um, but, yeah, so the scouts are going to take it from here. Uh, we see uh, the first initial plan going into effect as we see uh, some of the scouts pouring water over them. Because mm -hmm. kind of what we talked about with... Getting prepared. The, uh, with the heat with being inside imagine being eaten by this titan yeah right you go ahead and you cover yourself some nice cool yeah. water so they're covering themselves in water to help out with the steam and stuff you know um and we'll see uh what that whole plan all entails and stuff um and uh and <laughs> aaron is ready he's yeah, stretching, dude, stretching he's doing for some his reason. thing you know he's like maybe hey. his body gets stiff just like being here for a while i don't know but the thing is it's like okay isn't this so this quote here from from aaron saying armin there's one more thing that's different it's not all we'd hoped for, but it's something. Mankind has an ace up its sleeve. Is that not what Armin said? Yeah, that's where he's like, yeah. what he said. Where he's like, it's but not instead, the same now. Armin said they have us. Yeah. yeah. But Aaron wanted to be like, no, no they I'm have the ace me. up the sleeve. You know what? You're right. <laughs> like, but, all right, bro. You know, there's something different. They have me. Ego trip has begun. Like, damn, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, all right, main character. Read the we room, get it. Bro. We read get the it. Room. You're the main character. All right. Speaking of reading. What do we got, Zach? <laughs> Deku, you damn idiot! Yeah. <laughs> there you go from my set. Uh, what did I uh, suppose? I don't like the people that say the scouts don't help. Waste of tax money. Yeah. Waste of tax money. Yeah. No, yeah. again, the people who live in Walsina. They're the ones who uh, don't know what the scouts all do. They think that maybe the scouts are who knows, right? Probably yeah. just a bunch of uh, arrogant assholes. In reality, we know who the arrogant assholes are. Yes. Um, we know. We know. Perspectives, you know. Josh says, yup, and everyone saw Aaron transform and take it down. No wonder there's so many Jaegerists. That's the thing, too. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. You know what? When you go ahead and you see who's supposed to be, you know, humanity's last hope, actually doing their job and protecting humanity, you're going to want to go ahead and fight for that person. Fight for that, you know, mm -hmm. that titan. Whatever, right? So Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. That being. But all right. So let's uh, continue. 
So here we go. Speaking of those three kids, those three kids from the Orville district, we see them running away in a panic. And as they run away, we see a sudden eruption of light from the top of the wall. They stop to look. And then we see... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and then just skip me again. <laughs> All right. The kid asks... Wait a second. Another one? Good job, young Bakugo. Thanks. And then we see Aaron's Titan roaring on top of the wall. Now we see all the scouts pouring water on them as Armin screams out, All set, Commander! And then we see Sasha in control of one of those special gifts <laughs> that they crafted on one side of the wall. Armin is controlling the other on the opposite side of the wall. Armin and Sasha wait their orders from the commander as we see Irvin raising a flare gun into the air. Irvin yells out to his scouts, On my mark! The Rod Titan notices the scouts. Now! Irvin fly he fires off a flare high into the sky. Irvin flies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is flying though in this scene? His sleeve. Yeah. I know. I saw that. I could not stop giggling. I just saw. He literally. Just... Hold up. Erwin literally was just. Yeah. He's got one arm up, right? Strong with the yeah. flare, right? And then the other is just a sleeve. He's just. Oh, poor Erwin. Poor guy. Um, poor big man. So, yeah, but Erwin, he fires off the flare high into the sky. Armin then pulls a trigger that shoots out odium cables from a wagon containing a barrel of gunpowder. Sasha simultaneously does the same. <clears throat> the odium wires connect with each hand of the Rod Titan. Sasha pulls another trig trigger, signaling the ODM rig to accelerate. And then we see the barrel heading for the hand. Sasha, she yells out, Take this! Then Armin simultaneously does the same. Both barrels connect on impact and crash into pieces, causing the gunpowder to ignite and explode. As both barrels explode, the Rod Titan roars out in pain. The scouts pay close attention as they notice the Titan slowly beginning to stagger. Armin reacts, All right! It's losing balance! The Rod Titan slowly falls face first onto the wall, signaling the next step. Irvin yells out and orders, Aaron, do it! And then we see Aaron's Titan running through the smoke behind Irvin, heading straight for the Rod Titan. As Aaron's Titan runs to the Rod Titan, we see that Aaron's Titan is holding a large sack of barrels filled with gunpowder over his shoulder. The three kids watch. They watch this Titan running towards that giant Titan. And then... In slow motion, the Rod Titan turns its tomato-sliced face towards Aaron as Aaron runs towards him. And as we see Aaron's human form inside, his Titan yelling out with pure determination, we go back to hear Levi talking about the plan. So you're saying that to take this Titan down, we're going to stuff gunpowder down its throat and hope that's enough to destroy the nape of the neck? Irvin tells Levi... That's correct. Levi responds, With all the heat the bastard's making, I'd expect the gunpowder to ignite without a detonator. Although, a lot of this is banking on the Titan hanging its mouth open. And Irvin explains, 
An explosion outside of the nape may not penetrate. The flesh inside its throat is softer, more vulnerable, but the target may protect that point. It's been dragging its face along the ground. Frankly, we don't even know that it has a mouth to open. That's the gamble this time. And now we see the Rod Titan roaring out as Aaron pursues. Aaron, inside his Titan, says, I've got you! Then Aaron's Titan roars and launches the barrels of gunpowder into the mouth cavity. The barrels fly into the mouth, but then they bounce off the tissue wall. And then there's a brief pause as the scouts watch. Then we see Aaron's Titan in front of the mouth watching. And then the barrels erupt. The explosion is so strong that it bubbles up the Rod Titan's body, causing it to burst. And then we see Aaron's Titan trying to shield himself from the flames, but then Aaron is caught in the explosion. There is a large explosion on top of the wall, and we see pieces of the Rod Titan now flying into the sky. Commander Irvin yells out to his scouts, Go! Deploy your ODM gear and finish it off! The scouts prepare themselves to finish off the Titan as they use their ODM gear. Irvin explains to us from their meeting. Gigantic though it is, its vital point is still one meter high and 10 centimeters across. Unless we destroy that, it will regenerate and form another shield of heat. We cannot waste this chance. We see scouts slicing pieces of the Rod Titan falling from the sky. Trying to find the nape, Jean asks, Where is it? Which one? And then Jean notices a scout fly by him. Historia? We zoom in on the face of a pissed off, determined Historia as we hear Irvin's conversation with Historia. I understand your reasons, but I can't approve you entering combat. An adamant Historia tells the commander, Please, sir. I have to. I finally found my purpose. The duty I was actually meant to fulfill. That's why I'm standing here right now. Irvin thinks about it and responds. Well, at any rate, with my body as it is now, I can't exactly stop you, can I? And now, back to Historia, we see that she has found the nape flying towards Orvu District. She heads for it and says, I'm sorry, Commander. I know this is selfish, but this is the first time I've stood against my parents. Historia launches her ODM cables. She launches them towards the nape. The first fight I've ever had with my father. Her ODM cables connect with the nape, and then we see Historia laugh. Launch. (laughs) We see Historia launch herself towards it. She builds up speed, and prepares to deal the finishing blow. Historia yells out a a determined yell as we see her slice through the nape. We see Rod Rice react in shock as Historia defeats her her father and family trauma. But then Historia gets a rush of memories. We get a flashback of a young Rod Rice in a prison cell yelling out to his father, Father! You have to listen to me. You can easily eradicate the Titans for good. So why? Why won't you just do it? We get another flashback of his brother, Udi, telling a young Rod Rice. 
I can handle it, brother. It's fine. Pray for me. We get a flashback of an adult, Rod Rice, begging to a housekeeper, Alma, the one who will become Historia's biological mother. Alma, you're the only one who understands. We get a flashback of a young Frida as she becomes the founding titan. You can leave it to me, father. I won't lose to the ghost of our ancestors. And then we get a point of view shot of Rod Rice looking down at Alma's dead body. Oh, God. And then Historia, abrupt, she abruptly opens her eyes as the nape explodes. Rod Rice yells as he is finally put to rest. The citizens of Over District stare up in awe, watching, trying to see who the soldier was that killed that titan. Wow. Lucky that she spotted the nape before anyone else did. Yeah, right? <laughs> For the plot. That's the thing, man. You know, it's all part of the plan. Aaron's plan, right? Speaking of Aaron, Heist is trying to recruit uh, <laughs> a potential fellow Jaegerist as uh, his message to Josh. Yes, screw the scouts, Josh. Join me. Join the Jaegerist. Let's serve our rightful ruler that fights for our freedom. It's starting oh to sound God. a little culty. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't want to be beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, that's yes. awesome. Yeah. Bring him down. <laughs> All right, um, but we got to talk about this moment of the episode because it is crucial, man. It is an impactful moment here for a character that we've been seeing really grow up before our very eyes, mm -hmm. right? That is Historia. Of course, we want to talk about the important moment here in this uh, specific part, and that is when she kills her father. Yeah. She goes, as Lexi says, she... It's my uh, first fight. Thankfully, she <laughs> found last. the nape. Yeah. First and last, yeah. Um... And she pinpoints it. As I mentioned, she laughs and she launches. Yeah, she laughs. Uh, she doesn't laugh. That was a typo on my part. But uh, she launches herself and she goes and she uh, slices strongly, just slices right through that. Puts thing. all of that trauma behind that swing. She goes and she sees the brief, like, flashing of, of Rod Rice's life, right? Mm -hmm. Before her eyes. Why? I don't know if that's like she sees it before her eyes or if it's just dramatic effect the, to be like what Rod Rice too, sees flashes before his eyes. the fact that she goes and she like, like she's yeah, waking up. It looks up. like she's yeah. reacting Like she's to waking it. up from like, whoa, you know? It could also just be that his life is flashing before her eyes because she has heard about his life and she's like envisioning these memories. Maybe. She's also seen the memories from Rod Rice showing her. Well, that's the thing is that so she, she has could be envisioning contact, she has gotten a rush of memories before, so I, that's why I was thinking maybe this is another kind of contact thing happening, you know? It could be. But it happened when they contacted Eric, like the founding titan, is how they yeah. were able to get them, yeah. so I don't know how... But again, this titan also did lick whatever that... That, that liquid was. That liquid was, became the titan, so maybe it's... Uh, Whoever spinal fluid that was. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know, but... I'm sorry, Zach, are you going to go ahead and... Uh, were you going to say something about uh, why she... I feel like it was just... Do like you mentioned the contact, mm. and it could have been like two, it could have been both. It could have been the contact, and then it could have also been her being like, Oh, well, this is what I know he's experienced. Like, I know he's not all evil, but what he's doing now is wrong. Yeah, like it could be her being like, These are his intentions, and that's what I hold dear about him, but I can't live with the way he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what true. I was, yeah, and trying to the get thing at too is that we get a very brief little memory rush of of a young 
Rod Rice mm-hmm. having very much the same kind of mindset that a lot of these characters have currently about mm-hmm. wanting to eradicate and eradicate the Titans. But for whatever reason, as we were kind of informed in uh, past episodes, once the person becomes the founder, the mindset changes. And that is with his brother, who we were just kind of introduced to right here, where we've seen him very briefly before in past episodes, but this moment where we see a younger Uri Mm -hmm. looking to his brother, right? Rod Rice telling him, it's okay, brother. I've got it from here, right? Like, I can't remember what the exact uh, quote was, but- But he says like, I've got it, yeah. But he says, pray for me, you know? Which is very interesting. Um, And for whatever reason, he changes once he becomes a founding titan. We know that. We, for whatever he also drastically ages too, which yeah, is very, very strange. Yeah, I don't know what what's going on with that. But from that first memory, man, like young Rod Rice is literally in a prison cell, mm-hmm. you know? Like his father's looking at him from outside the prison cell as he's yeah. pleading to him like, Father, please, please kill the Titans, right? Like we get mm-hmm. a brief look of kind of the the trauma yeah, that yeah. he had to deal with too, you know, yeah. with his family. And uh, man, but another thing that's interesting too is how he, that weird relationship that he has with this woman that works on his farm who ends up becoming Historia's mother. Like he's telling her that you're the only one that understands. Like, what is that about? I feel like it's because he would like vent to her and yeah. her being like, please don't fire me and don't kill me. I'm going to agree with everything. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's exactly what it is. Just thought it was very interesting. You know, he obviously cared about her. I love wealth. <laughs> yeah. He obviously cared about her because, you know, in the moment when we see that she gets her throat slit and stuff, mm-hmm. she dies. And you know, he, he Kenny. is obviously hurt by that. But He's hurt by it, yeah. I mean, you know, he was just like, yeah, just kill her. Just leave Historia, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had to choose between one or the other. So he yeah. went for the potential rightful heir. You know? Yeah. Instead of and, uh, Alma. Yeah. Sucks man. to suck, man. But Historia, she like wakes up. Mm-hmm. We see her kind of like, whoa, snap out of it. You know? And then uh, Siri, you're being nosy. <laughs> but man, it's a uh, very pivotal moment. For Historia, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we know what she's going to become. And we know that she didn't want to go ahead and sit out. She didn't want to go... Because Commander yeah. Irvin didn't want her to be a part of this. Yeah. Because... It's like, we have to protect you're you. You're too... Yeah, we need to protect you. We can't you're too allow valuable. you. Exactly. She's too valuable. We can't allow you to be out there over in the front lines because what happens if something happens to you? Yeah. You know? It's one of those things, right? I love that after she was fighting and fighting for it, that he was just like... I only got one arm. He's I like, can't stop yeah, you. Yeah. Kids, <laughs> kids are kids. Yeah, yeah. However, like, I yeah. only have one arm. I don't know and, if you can tell, so I can't stop you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but man, I, like Josh says, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past uh, Historia because she can see Ymir's memories through paper. Yeah, when the letter. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to to that letter. Yeah. To voicing Ymir one last, last <laughs> time. Is that the final time? That's the final time we get Ymir's voice. Wow, we don't voice. even get Ymir's mm-hmm. voice even in season four, huh? Because we don't only get much Historia in mm-hmm. season four. She's prego and she's just... Not yet. Well, not yet, but in season four, she's kind of just like, all right. As of right now, what we're saying, we don't have happening. any. Yeah, I know. As of right but now, But that's the last that we yeah. hear of Ymir. Because yeah. remember before when it was like, oh, yeah, it's the last that we hear. You were like, are you sad that you don't voice her anymore? And I was like, why? Well, I have one more yeah. chance. One more. <laughs> one more. And it's the letter. Yeah. I better see some tears. Now I can say the thing that I wanted to talk about earlier. Yeah, the about kids. the kids. Oh, yeah. Because remember how we talked a while back about if you could change 
the story. And yeah. I was like, Revolution. Those are the kids I was referring to. Oh, okay. Ooh, so this is a callback. So when we were talking about how I was like, oh, like I'd have some kid inherit the attack Titan yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's oh, the kid. Oh, yeah, so yeah, There yeah. you go. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know Got what? That, the timeline really does now, it like, paints a picture. Now I'm able that to go ahead sense. and see it and stuff. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. And they had their Colossal Titan moment, so. Yeah, exactly. They had their, yeah, they definitely had their Colossal Titan moment, you know? They're double Colossal. <laughs> colossal squared. But then how would that affect their, whatever kid inherits it? their motivation and stuff, you know, because they didn't get the devastation that the three young kids, Aaron, Armin, and Mikasa. It would be it'd be more of like an idolization. Okay. And you'd be like, I remember what he did. And which Titan are they getting? Well the one the the, the kid in the center, the one that's most like Aaron, yeah. would get the attack type. Okay, so which means that this person, yeah. this kid, will get the memories. Right? Mm-hmm. So then We'll see how that, how this kid deals with all that. It trauma. was not in Aaron's plan. <laughs> no. Um, Unless Aaron wow, Kruger just decided to not say that kid's name. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, imagine, these kids, imagine the other two kids are Armin and Mikasa. I know they yeah. both just are named the same exact thing. Yeah, I says, why the hell is Aaron a kid in that place with the big tree, and everyone is running towards him trying to get Aaron back? You know, when they are all screaming. Oh, in season four. Oh, in season four? When, um, in the paths. Oh. They're all trying to get to Aaron, and he's a little kid. We'll get to that in season four. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can. That's we'll get to that in, like, a that year. could be just, like, Come symbolism, you know? Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're probably seeing him, and the, it could be just, again, perspective. You know, we know season four is about perspectives, and then maybe it's kind of just, like, uh, the, those characters are hoping that they can go ahead and, and bring Aaron maybe back to that kind of, to the light a little bit and stuff, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe. who knows, state. but we'll, we'll get into exactly, Alexis said, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's very cool that these kids, these three kids are able to go ahead and witness something pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. They obviously are running for their lives, but they stop when they see another sudden spark of light. This being, um, and they don't Humanity's hope. Like, they don't. That's Aaron. That's he's on our side. They're just like, what is happening? And then when they see this Titan that is running towards this larger Titan, and and you know, essentially carrying risking, it, you know, he's just their like life, Donkey Konging these barrels into yeah. his mouth. <laughs> but I mean, it, it made it really seem like in that moment when he throws the bar- the sack of barrels, whatever, that it was going to go ahead and kind of like, like bounce, bounce off, off and, back and to hit him. him right in the face, you know. But then they're kind of like, yeah. But then they're kind of like, no, no, actually it did work because we see literally like the freaking slug rod titan just start bubbling up. I hated and, yeah. that scene. I know. That, for you, it's the holes. For me, it was that. Him bubbling. I was like, yeah. bubbling. No, thank you. Yeah, so Josh says, I also wonder how Aaron doesn't get blown up as well. Yeah, I know that's what I was thinking too because he's so close to the explosion obviously yeah. it's enough to Could explode be, I mean we don't maybe we see it but in, like, later but it's armor. not it's not I feel hardening, like for him right? it's just mainly he gets blown off the wall off the wall okay go for it um but yeah and and uh we see really what Hanji's plan was about those 
the special gifts, right? Yeah. And that is, again, have uh, large barrels of gunpowder over in wagons that have uh, ODM rigs uh, attached to them so that they're going to go ahead and connect and, and accelerate towards the hand. You know, it's a very well thought out plan, mm-hmm. you know, with, again, you need a lot of things to happen in order to be successful. Yeah. You know, like what happens if this rod titan doesn't even try to climb up on the wall what if it tries to just go through the wall you know they're talking about in the in the when they were deliberating it was like all of this is going off of just hope like we're all just banking on something that we don't know if it's gonna happen we're just we're just really hoping there's a lot of things that need to happen right yeah. Like, they got lucky that homeboy was dragging his face for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And because, yeah, exactly, like you mentioned, like, they're, mouth they're talking open. about the plan. Commander Irvin himself says, yeah, we don't even know if he's going to have a mouth, you know, and yeah. all that. And Thankfully, he doesn't, which makes it easier. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's very cool of them to, uh, you know, I understand Armin being somebody you can go and trust, but Sasha, wow. Shout mm-hmm. out to Sasha. You know, she was the one controlling the barrel on the other side and uh, you know, a lot of uh, trust in, in her to be able to pull off. And, Good job, uh, Sasha. Yeah, so she did it, uh, causing the Titan to actually feel... She's a sharp shot. Yeah. Trust her. But act- for her to actually, you know, for them to inflict da- enough damage to cause the, the Rod Titan to kind of like recoil and like, you know, feel it and stuff and even like fall to his face. Like, oh, it's Aaron with a, Diego with a Y. Yeah. Yeah, Jaeger. Um, um, man, but again, because like it's this Titan himself has been inflicting so much damage to himself, you know, with dragging and everything and stuff. You would think that mm-hmm. maybe pain is something that doesn't affect this Titan, but no, it's oh my hands, ah, oh, yeah, lose his balance. Well, I feel like it's more. His hands got blown up, so like he's a survival more survival thing to be like, don't the touch balance. Me. Don't touch it. Yeah, I feel like it's more like the explosion caused him to force his hands mm, up. Yeah, and maybe it's just the roaring was uh, me interpreting. Ow! Maybe it was just like, you know, just blindly angry just roaring, roar. Yeah. Just, just yelling. It's not like his his actual Rod Rice Titan yell when Historia slices into it. Yeah, and it's just like the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it has like reverb. Exactly. <laughs> 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 um, the plan worked. Huge gamble again on Irvin's on Irvin's part, and um, awesome character development from Historia. And we're gonna see uh, Lucky now. Lefty baby. Well, yeah, we're gonna see what becomes of Historia now. I don't think there's anything else we need to go ahead and cover in this part of it. I like how she says, my first fight with my father. I think your first fight was when you flipped him on his back. Yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't Judo stand flipped up. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because we covered the very brief little rush of memories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything else is pretty much covered. All right. So now we're going to go ahead and uh, finish off this episode. Uh, here we go. As chunks of the Titan fly down from the sky, we see Historia. She lands inside a wagon. A citizen reacts. The Titan's been destroyed. Hey, you okay? <laughs> You're not injured, are you? Citizens and soldiers gather around Historia. Another citizen reacts. It looked like you dealt the final blow. Historia, however, wonders to herself. Was that real? Or did I imagine it? Am I acting for myself? Or am I still just someone's tool? Historia opens her eyes, 
and slowly gets up. I don't know, but I've always just gone along with things. Till now, at least. Historia stands up in the wagon and faces the citizens and soldiers, tall and proud, and tells them all, It's okay. My name is Historia Rice, and I am your rightful queen. The scene, however, changes now to a damaged open field of land and trees. We notice a badly damaged Kenny limping towards a tree. We see Kenny panting with every step as blood pours from his forehead. Kenny now recalls past events. Founding Titan user Udi explains to a young Kenny, I must apologize for I cannot die on this day. Udi bows on all fours as Kenny has his gun pointed at him. Udi continues, Please forgive me. The flashback changes to Kenny speaking to a malnourished, young, sick boy. You're not deaf, are you? Can you hear me or can't you? Got a name? The flashback changes to a member of the church saying to a young Kenny, Because of that, I'll do anything he needs me to. Are you any different? As Udi takes the stage in front of, a, in front of members of this church, Kenny recalls a flashback of Caven telling him, What do I care? It's fine by me. Followed by Caven's last moments as she calls out to Captain Ackerman. Kenny reaches the tree as we see that the right side of his face is severely burned. Kenny detaches the odium gear from his body and rests by the tree. Kenny struggles with his breathing, panting with every breath. Kenny closes his eyes. And then we get a memory of a young Levi, knife in hand, screaming out to an adult citizen. And young Kenny just walks away, hiding in the crowd. Kenny now hears footsteps. Levi notices Kenny. Kenny opens his eyes and notices Levi and another scout with rifles pointed at him. Kenny whispers, Ah, oh, shit. Not you again. <coughs> As he coughs up blood, Kenny tells, uh, Levi tells Kenny, found what's left of your squad. It looks like they were crushed in the cave-in. I guess you were the only survivor? Kenny whispers, mm, Sure looks that way. Levi notices the rough shape Kenny's in and tells his fellow scout, Report back. I'm fine alone. The scout acknowledges and leaves, and now it's just Levi and Kenny. Levi tells Kenny, Between the burns and the blood you've lost, there's nothing that can save you now. But Kenny smirks. Uh, oh, yeah? I wonder. Then Kenny shows something to Levi that causes Levi to gasp. Levi stares as we notice another syringe filled with Titan fluid to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wow. 
Just when you think uh, Kenny doesn't have any more tricks up his sleeve, he guess what? <laughs> he can, uh, if he wanted to, become uh, a titan. A Unfortunately, he would just become a titan yeah, because a if he, even if he eats titan. Levi, doesn't mean he's no coming power. back to, you know. Yeah, he's just a titan. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to start off with the little frame of um, Historia. Yeah. I, yeah, she's so lucky that laughing. she landed in like this. She landed in a wagon, literally wagon with like. With like linen. Yeah, linen and, and cloth. And just like, the, like her literal, just still image of her just going. <laughs> yeah. That shit killed me. Like dragging a PNG on Word. Literally is what it looked <laughs> like. Was she just exhausted PNG. from the. From the was, one that slice she did? Two yeah. slices? That was me hitting the mic. No. Was she just exhausted from just the rush of memories that she felt and she caused her to just pass out and fall and stuff? I think she know? was just like so emotionally drained that she was just Probably. like, am I doing this? She did just kill her dad. Did I, really? so. <laughs> I know, she kind of just killed her dad. Yeah. Um, but hey, I mean, again, this is a cool moment. And then um, she has her main character moment. Exactly. I am Astoria Rice. I like the way that the guy was like, you okay? Yeah, dude, like that the shit way made that me laugh. Yeah. It's so funny. Because it's such a dramatic moment. It's not like a, are you all right? It's just a, you okay? He's like, <laughs> are you going to get up? Yeah. Like the, the way he says one? it is so good. Dude, I don't know. He was literally just like, whoa, <laughs> you, uh, you okay? <laughs> you need help? But then her, like, her story of herself can't even really believe what happened, you know? She's even like, what? Did I just imagine that? Was that a dream? Like, what's happening? And but she even Did says, I just have a dream about killing my yeah. dad." But she even says here, "Am I acting for myself?" Yeah, like just, that's a whole new aspect tool. of her. Is like she's doing stuff for herself, not she's doing things for others. You know, and hopefully uh, in that afterlife, Yamir is looking down on her, like, "Ah, finally, Jesus!" Yeah, you're finally, or they don't have a Jesus. Finally, finally, uh, Yamir. Yamir. <laughs> Myself. Um, <laughs> You're acting for yourself. Jeez. But yeah, this is an incredible moment because uh, as people start gathering, the citizens and soldiers of this district start gathering around her. You know, they saw that she was the one to go out and take out this Titan. She stands up. And again, you know, main character here where she tells them, you know, I'm Story Rice and I am your rightful queen. What if they were like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, okay. uh, Just a kid. Cuckoo. Yeah. Um... But then the scene changes where we see again Kenny just do we know what all of these memories in unison mean or is he just remembering people that he's these like, are just, ha- that have been close to him in his life pivotal moments for him I also thought it was you know? a. I, I hope that Levi meant that as a as a pun when he and says too, it looks like they were all crushed by the cave-in by the cave-in I know I, I saw cave-in died like, from the caving like, in you, that, that's fucked up I'm like, all right. like wow he was just thinking about cave-in Levi's yeah. not normally a, a jokester but I was like I feel like at that point he was like I got one yeah yeah, yeah literally as he says like, I got word, one for you this time <laughs> cave-in you know as they like, all died from the cave-in um, I feel like those are just his core memories just flashing by well speaking of cave-in that memory when he sees her, right? And she's just like saying like, What do I care? Oh, uh, yeah, what do mm-hmm. I care, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Her 
I don't know. It's a, it's a younger I don't, I don't know what the don't get scene a whole lot is of referenced context, to. Right? It's, it's just, just her saying, what do I care? It's fine by me. Yeah. Like, oh, I love that she just always went with my plans. Yeah, I love that she just didn't <laughs> care like about that anything. Was like, that's probably like the moment when he first like brought her on board. Yeah, probably like, saw Would you like to be my second in command? Yeah, what, what do I, I care? care? Yeah, it's fine by me. <laughs> Tune in next time. Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. Um... But yeah, I mean, Kenny's in rough shape, you know, he's just trying to die peacefully. And then, of course, who's going to come back to haunt him before he even dies is Levi. Of all people to go ahead and find him, it's Levi. I'm guessing that this is, you know, some time after the whole Rod Rice yeah, had to. Levi was there. He had to get himself out of the cave too. No, no. Yeah. Levi himself was like. What I'm saying is that Levi he tells, was. He tells uh, the captain of the garrison, "It's okay, we got it from here." And he yeah. immediately just leaves. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like, like "I gotta okay, go find Kenny. You guys got it from here. I gotta go <laughs> meet up with an old friend. Yeah. I'll see you guys later." Yeah, but this had to have taken place moments after all that, for sure. I mean, we know that the pacing of Attack on Titan is very quick. Yeah. Like, well, how in real life? How far away was it from the wall? Um, uh, yonder. Because it yeah. looks more like like when everything happened, it looked more like midday, uh-huh. and then that looks more like evening. Yeah. yeah, so it probably was like a couple hours later. Yeah, and they just—I mean, I just, it, did, it didn't look super far away. I mean, it was far in. Well, they obviously but, went back to the underground mm-hmm. just you know, to make sure chapel. that you know to see if there was anyone left. Yeah, and because you know, obviously, he's saying that we you know we the found what was left of your stuff. team, and yeah. yeah, everyone else is crushed, and somehow Kenny was able to find some more serum. Maybe he went. Maybe he saw when everything was all going to hell that he was just like, I'm just going to look for myself. I would be surprised if as he was going through the process of getting ready to, you know, help Aaron transform and do that battle and stuff, you know, that he just very sneakily swiped some stuff from yeah, you know, Rod Rice's bag. We know, yeah, you know? we know how Kenny is. Yeah. What I want to know is how they checked that whole cave, but they didn't see Kenny trying to get out. Yeah, I don't know. Because he's not he that probably far was, from He it. probably was already out. When they were, I feel like he's not that far from it, though. Do we see a wide shot? I don't remember. Is there a wide shot? We can see how far away he is from. I can check. No. I also think that it's pretty symbolic that they always choose to rest at a tree, at like a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder what that, wonder what that's about. <laughs> but someone's on my crunchy roll. <laughs> But um, yeah, so like just some of the memories that he goes and uh, he recalls, you know, he goes and he uh, this Udi guy is gonna be very important. I'm, I feel like he's gonna be very important in the next mm-hmm. coming uh, episodes because yeah, we young, are getting uh, man. we're getting introduced to him and stuff. But we kind of see that maybe the first interaction, first altercation that they had, where Udi himself, you know, he's telling him that I'm sorry, I, I cannot die this day, and you know, young Kenny has his gun pointed at him. Um, but then uh, it seems like that. Udi is a very religious person. Yeah, you know. Because as you mentioned, you know, over in the earlier in, the, in this episode, he tells, you know, his, his younger brother, uh, Rod Rice, he tells him to pray for me. Mm-hmm. And here we kind of see a member of the church talking to uh, Kenny, who actually is uh, Kenny. Surprisingly enough, he is dressed in the same kind of attire that the other church members are wearing. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't really, um, you know, like guess Kenny pra- would be a religious person. Kind of, yeah. But then. Um, but I think he's doing it because someone important. Yeah, is exactly. He has an influence something. over on on, mm-hmm. on Kenny, you know. Something but happening to Udi. Um, interesting here from this uh, this member of the church telling this young Kenny that you know because of that I'll do anything he needs me to. Are you any different? We don't know what that is. Yeah. We don't know what we're implying, you know. And obviously they're willing to help out. And he's asking if you know if Kenny's any different. Uh, and in that moment we see Udi literally is like 
center stage mm-hmm. with other church members essentially kind of like you know maybe praising him maybe you know yeah. he's there either God being worshipped or being a- appointed something yeah. or we don't we don't really know don't get a whole lot of details is. on that uh but then we mentioned he recalls a uh, young caven he also recalls her last moments as she uh tries to go after and 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 help her uh captain but unfortunately uh captain ackerman witnesses her death um and uh he also we see a this malnourished child which is uh a young levi which is levi you know head. Yeah. and uh this obviously must be the first time they that ackerman kenny ackerman goes out there and sees uh levi yeah. you know that like, yeah, name, levi's well, what are you? mother is kenny's Sister. Sister. Yeah. And so when Kenny goes to check up on his sister oh, and she's kid. dead, he sees this run of a kid, malnourished kid over there in a fetal position, just kind of on the wall, mm-hmm. you know, there. And uh, he asks if, uh, one, are you deaf? Can you hear me? You got a name? And then later on, he sees the same kid in like a freaking psychopathic rage of just getting ready to go ahead and just like stab Taught him everything I know <laughs> stab this you know probably maybe just like a merchant or something who yeah. knows you know somebody who was just trying to trying to get by yeah and uh and then Kenny's got like all right I think I'm done kind of uh being affiliated with this this Little monster rough. and then he we see him I retire from being honorary dad yeah, and we see him leaving Levi at such a young age you know um probably you know, the next time they go ahead and see each other is when they have their battle and, and you know, from the rooftops and mm-hmm. in the saloon. Also, I do have the wide shot. And the trees aren't that far. Wait, where is Kenny? Well, he's not on there. But when you look at it, so as it cuts scenes, there's not really another tree in this direction. So it looks like he just went to the first tree you saw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and just like popped down. Like 30, 40 yards. Yeah. But yeah, Kenny um, and Levi come face to face again for the last time. And uh, just when Levi thinks that Kenny is done, right? Even Levi has himself one kind of, you know, uh, scout there for, you know, added assurance there. Um, You know, Levi says he's doesn't really have much left to, to live and you can go ahead and go. I'm fine, which we know Levi's fine by himself. Um. Then he sees a surge and he's like, wait, 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 come back, come yeah, back, come yeah. back. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kenny's, he always has something, right? Yeah. Never gives man. up. Yeah. And then we'll find out over the next episode of Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Z. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a pretty eventful episode, no doubt. Yeah. That happened. We finally go ahead and see. Uh, the end of this disgusting Rod Rice Titan Historia. Some Historia it's a development. Tremendous glow up, and she now is the. Uh, she's going to be becoming the queen, mm-hmm. and uh, she dealt that final blow to uh, to her father. And she killed uh, her dad. She killed her father, and uh, and now we'll find out what the hell happens with Kenny, and why this Udi guy is so damn important. Um, because he's coming up in memories from Rod Rice and from Kenny as they yeah. are both on they both were on the brink of death. So do we have any final thoughts or anything? We have a question. Question? How oh. do you feel about the Red Swan opening? Red Swan opening. Yeah. Um Red Swan is, is the, the opening for season 
Three. Three. And three. Is it the one where it shows almost like Aaron's like kind of like free fall? Add it, add it to Q. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I get so lost. There's so many openings. I know. I'm like, I know there's one called Red Swan. Oh, Once I hear oh, it, I'll oh. know how it goes. Here we go. I have it. So do I. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is the one uh, where he's like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not my favorite. Yeah, but I mean, it is Rumbling Attack on Titan. is better, I agree. Uh, better. Yeah, I do love, yeah. I, I don't really hate any of the Season openings. Season three outros, I like the outros. Yeah. I'm excited the for when we get ones. to the, oh, the outro. Yeah. I like the, the song, but I don't like You don't like the, the way it shows itself. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where it shows like young Aaron, like he goes and like adult Aaron's or like whatever he's standing there and the young Aaron's kind of like, hey, he's like tugging on a, and he just goes yeah, and like runs away like, or whatever. It's pretty. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. the ending of it, towards the end of it. Yeah. 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 As we get double versions of the song here. Mm -hmm. but, there we go. Josh likes it. Red Swan is so god, but I do love rumbling. Yeah, I think for Attack on Titan and what the anime is, just for, for me, rumbling just fits better. You know, especially but for season Red Swan four. is a nice change of pace for sure. You know? Yeah, Red Swan is a certified classic. I like the song. Yeah, it's good. I will never. You guys BS a little bit. First opening. I've been having to pee for a while. Okay. Ooh, potty break. Do you want to you want to stay to close or do you want us to start closing? No, you final thoughts. Talk about outros. I don't Talk have any intros. more thoughts. Outros. What are your favorite outros? I'm hungry. I second that movement. And that wraps up another episode of. Thanks, guys. Tune in next week. Attack the Talk Bye. Podcast Season Three. I'm just gonna start reading whatever AJ put down here. <laughs> Remember, new episodes will be streamed live on Twitch every Sundays. Make sure to follow us at Attack the Talk Podcast on Instagram for all of your updates. And new episodes will be published every Friday on our main on our many platforms. Um, check the link tree in our. Um, it's in the description wherever you guys are watching it on YouTube, on Twitch, on it's we have the link tree on all our Thank you for making the link tree. It's me. Oh yeah, I made the link tree. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I did that. That was me. I made it. And um yeah, it's available on our Instagram profile page. And also huge shout out to Nate Plays Bad our editor. Go support yeah, and check out bro. this Twitch channel. Yeah, happy birthday Marco. Woo! Yeah. Well, we have okay. That's too. Yeah, baby bro. Happy 21st, Nate. Happy 18th. That link is also Marco. available in our episode descriptions. And thank you for all of your help, Nate. Thank you. Love you, yes. Nate. You get to do the merch now. No, you started. Keep going. Oh, okay. Time for some merch now. Merch talk, as always, in our link tree that I made. I made that. In our link tree, we have a link to so Collector humble. Sesh. Um, that is collector underscore sesh where it will take you to their online store and you can browse through the many different anime merch uh, available and purchase the different items that catch your eye maybe for your friends maybe for there's a lot of birthdays going on um and they also have a second instagram at geeky statues that is at geeky statues no space nothing just geeky statues all one word where you can check out all the different character figurines and other assorted merch like keychains posters stuff like that go crazy check all that out and they're also another merch store 
very important merch store is a Fandomian link in our link tree. Fandomian is another merch store that has all kinds of not only anime, but also has a bunch of pop culture stuff. So there's something there for everyone. <laughs> um, and remember, I have a promo code for you guys, um, for you guys to use at Fandomian. And you guys can use that promo code, which is my name, Lex, L-E-X. Use that in the Fandomian. Uh, and... It will help to take you... It'll take 10% off of your entire purchase. Who doesn't love 10% off? Who doesn't love a discount? Uh, and then go ahead and click that link in our link tree, and it will send you straight to their online store. Now for some... Thank you, Josh. Promo code LEX. Um, now for some art talk. We love talking about our very creative people that are all in our, in our following and in our community and... We have some very artistic individuals in our chat. Um, so that would also be in our link tree that we have uh, the Art of Caesar link that will send you straight to his Etsy store. And you can browse through his many amazing artwork. We have some here. There's some behind Zach. There's some on the right of AJ that you can't see. But the ones behind Zach are really cool. His Joker and the... the yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's displaying it. AJ's displaying it now. Um... Oh it's happening. Art of Caesar, everyone. Amazing. That's an Hang original. Um, you can browse through his amazing work and purchase the art that catches your eye. And remember to, to use that link to go follow Caesar as well at art underscore of underscore Caesar underscore on Instagram. Also, he has a TikTok. Go check out his TikToks. And another talented artist that we have that is our another friend of our show who wasn't able to join us is Marco, who also, his birthday was yesterday. Happy belated Yay! birthday, Marco. <laughs> Happy belated birthday, Marco. Um, he turned 18 yesterday, so he's legal now. Um, <laughs> you still still get jump boys. Um, um, so huge shout out to Marco. Um, his... Instagram is M-A-R-C-0 M-A-M-O-N-E It's his name Go ahead and check that out um, And see all of his talented art He has a whole little highlights on his Instagram That you can go ahead and check out That has all of his art in it Go ahead and check that out We have some more very creative people in our chat Including Kyron Who is also our TikTok guru He um, Photo god Kyron he, he does photography uh, on Instagram at portraits by KA and go ahead and check that out. He does some really cool photography. Another photographer that we just recently had on the podcast last week will be our friend Vince. Wow. Uh, go ahead and follow Vince at hug wow. yourself on Instagram. That's H U G Y R S E L F. I believe. Yeah. S E L F. Yeah. Um, go ahead and check him out. And hey also we have another creative person Stevens known as this coming episode. Yeah, Friday. you guys, you guys are going to see him this coming Friday. Let's go Vince. Um, we also have another creative, uh, Eddie, friend of the show. Eddie wasn't able to join Woo! us today, but he has a YouTube channel with animated music videos. He also does skate videos. He also is an aspiring director and writer, and yeah. he also does artwork yeah. at Art De One. Art De That's One. Art De One on Instagram. Go ahead and check all that out. He does art. He does art walks and stuff like that. He's met Caesar. Um, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. So that concludes our 
episode. Thank you all so much for the continuous support. Uh, we could sit here for 20 minutes just thanking you guys, uh, talking Let's about how grateful we are. And I actually have a inbox, uh, a message, an inbox, a message that I want to go ahead and read out from new friend of the show, Josh. Uh, he went ahead and messaged us saying that he just found us on Spotify and that he loves the podcast and he thanks us for getting him through his night shifts. He also says that our voice acting is phenomenal. Wow. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, that's that's him. That's him. I repent. That's, that's him. That that's awesome. that guy. That's you. That's him. Um, I repent. Uh, yeah. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, we Again, we really appreciate it and we hope to see you around more often. It was It's great having you in chat and join us again next week. Yeah. And yeah, uh, just to go ahead and be more broader, thinking everyone, um, please continue spreading the word. You guys are all doing such a good job. We love this little community. You guys are all amazing. Uh, such great energy. We would have nothing if it wasn't for you guys. Yep. Like we are, as AJ mentioned earlier in the podcast, you guys are our motivating factor. You guys are the podcast. You yeah. guys are what makes the podcast the podcast. Like, no bullshit, just straight up. You guys are the reason why we're doing this podcast. That's yeah. just what it is. You like know, straight up, yeah. If we were just recording these, in a room in a studio with no interaction with you guys we would not be continuing we would have stopped probably after you know, midway through season two yeah you know but you guys are really what makes us and it's what we look forward to every sunday we look forward to being able to talk to you guys you guys look forward to watching us it's just crazy that you guys look forward to us geeking out about attack on titan um but you know we're all geeks here yeah let's geek out together um, so yeah, please remember to spread the word, guys. Remember to look out for future Q and A's and future poll questions on our Instagram stories. Those are posted on Fridays and Saturdays. Go ahead and check that out. Um, also, your feedback is needed and very much appreciated. So even if you guys, like we did today, we went into our I went into our our DMs and looked at what you guys, what, if you guys have more opinions to talk about on the poll, stuff that you want to show us that your reasoning of why you voted for what you voted. We love to see all of that. We love hearing your guys's uh, in in in. Well, Lexi what's the lags. Word? Well, Lexi lags. I do want to say that Josh. I love Not it. intel. Manifestation. Josh says, I can brag and tell people I was here before you guys explode. I can feel it. <laughs> Thank you. Up. Thank you. He could feel it. Like, it like, the, like the Rod Rice Titan. I don't want to end up like Rod Rice Titan. about references, too. Where he's like, I don't want to end up like the Rod Rice Titan. You were supposed to explode! Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, like, oh, what are you talking okay. about? Gary! Mm -hmm. <laughs> You are gonna finish your food and you are gonna like it. That's so good. You could just yeah, you could just that do voice. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Josh. The voice acting is phenomenal. Good yeah. job, AJ. You just have characters just <laughs> just on on clip lock. it. Not kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, your guys' feedback is very much appreciated. Thank you guys so much for everything that you guys send to us yeah. and show you guys us. Are awesome. And yeah, you guys are all amazing. Um, so yeah, shout out to you guys who listen to us every week and who join our live streams shout out and to the who also to Levi watch Squad. afterwards. Um, yeah, shout out to all of you. It truly does mean a lot to us, and we could talk about it forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we always uh, look forward to these. Bad don't know what else to say you guys are just i just want to say this guys that we are in an awesome part here of the podcast an awesome part of uh attack on titan because we are going to be getting into some awesome stuff here in season three right so awesome stuff to tune into and um to look forward to and we're also going to be getting the culmination of season four 
Yeah. And we'll be here before we know it. Do you think? Hopefully, answer. That we're gonna make it to the point where we're caught up when part two comes. No. no. When is part two coming out again? I think it's supposed to come out in. Uh, we're definitely not gonna be caught up. Yeah. <laughs> because we will be caught up in two years. Yeah. Is there really that much left in season three? Well, keep in mind we are. We split it up, and half, we still have season and we four. Still have all of season and we still four, have that hour. And we still have that hour. We are yeah. not going to be caught up at so all. So there's no way we're going to be doing this for a while, God my friend. For well, a while. So hopefully you guys are with us for a couple more count. years. Uh, yeah. Never mind. I know. I checked the episode <laughs> count. Never mind. We got that. Yeah, we, got we have time. plenty of time, and I hope you guys are going to be joining us here in this awesome adventure mm-hmm. as we go ahead and get in, into awesome. Uh, Detail and uh, you know breakdowns with these uh, amazing moments in Attack on Titan, and mm-hmm. uh, we love you guys so much. We're gonna go ahead and finally get to a close here. You guys are awesome. Love Such that, Josh. Kind words. Thank you so much. I and um, just we'll leave you guys with this. Just continue to go ahead and uh, spread that love and positivity as we feel here in these podcasts. Do it out there in the real world as well, because we live in a world where there's so much hate, there's so much negativity. Let's do our part of just even just trying to brighten people's day with a smile. Sometimes it doesn't take much, right? Um, it's hard, I know, but to spread that love and positivity, right? Because we feel it here. You guys are awesome. We love you guys very much. Um, and this is AJ saying, uh, I will see you guys next week. You guys want to go ahead and say your goodbyes, and we'll get to a close here, friend. Yeah, bye, guys. We love you so much. Uh, hope to see you guys next week. You guys are a pleasure to have always. Love you guys, and see you around. We hate hate. We love love. Bye. Yes. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Oh, these kisses.